and welcome in everybody to JJ Savage Field on the campus of Columbia Academy for the Front Porch Sports Radio Network's coverage of the Division II Class A semifinals between the Columbia Academy Bulldogs and the Middle Tennessee Christian Cougars. I'm Clayton Harris, joined alongside Taft Ayers. And Taft, uh, another exciting matchup this week between two teams looking to make their first ever trip to the Tennessee State Championship Games in Chattanooga. It's historic, bro. Last week when we talked about what that meant, you could feel it in the air. There was this sense of purpose for all the teams involved. And, Clayton, we're here. We're sitting on some history, man, ready to rock a home game which can determine for the Columbia Academy Bulldogs whether or not they go to the state. Woo! Well, this is Columbia Academy's second-ever semifinal uh, game. And, uh, like I mentioned, trying to make it to the first-ever state championship game. These two teams kicked off the season right here at J.J. Savage Field nearly three months ago on August 18th. And what can only be described is an absolute thriller. Middle Tennessee Christian got the best of Columbia Academy in that game in a triple overtime 33-31 final in Taft. Uh, these two teams have probably improved. I know Columbia Academy has quite a bit since that game. That game kept going. That game, that game felt eternal the way that it just kept on ticking. You looked at that point and thought, okay, is this going to be a long season? What's going to happen? And it launched, as we mentioned, uh, it launched Columbia Academy to one and three there and I know we'll cover that in a minute but it was one of those nights where you thought man wouldn't it be nice we say this in life a lot wouldn't it be nice to have that one again well they get an (laughs) opportunity hey they get an opportunity to uh, get a little revenge tonight as they are going to host the Cougars one more time and Columbia Academy comes in on a seven game winning streak they're eight and three overall on the season Middle Tennessee Christian 10 and 1. Their only loss came to an undefeated South Pittsburgh team that is in Division 1 Class A. Uh, they are 12 and 0 and still playing in the playoffs on the public school side of things. But Taft, uh, there's going to be th- these two these two teams are a little bit different. Offensively, Columbia Academy likes to get in the pistol. They have a little bit of balance. They they do favor the run more with Monte Baldwin who has over 1700 yards rushing for the season and over 26 touchdowns he's a division two single a mr football finalist and then on the other side of the coin with middle tennessee christian they're a wing t offense they like to you know really grind it out they have over 3600 yards rushing and only 495 passing yards on the year so they're really a one-dimensional team i think the goal if, if you're columbia academy you got to get up on them early. If you get up on them early, that puts them out of their game, and uh, it's really hard to come back when you get down a couple of scores in that wing tee offense. You're right. In that wing tee, you get the, you get up those couple of scores, and they start to get that feeling that Jackson Christian showed last week at the end of the game. Sure. The, oh, no, I don't know what we're yelling about, but we're, we're upset. We're mad. This is a terrible thing for us, and you get to feeling like you're digging yourself into a hole with that style. Now, as we talked about earlier today, Clayton, it's, as you said, hard to stop. It's a hard thing to stop, but then you turn around and you'll find yourself in a situation going, okay, we're down, we're clawing, it's hard, it's tough. And that's when I think tonight you'll see Columbia Academy have to make that decision to step on the gas. 
Columbia Academy led by junior running back Monte Baldwin. He averages 162 yards a game on the ground. And then they're also led by senior quarterback Connor Rawson, who averages 177 through the air. Taft, Harrison Brownlee, the top receiver for the Bulldogs, got injured last week, has a sprained MCL. We saw him in warm-ups. What are your thoughts about Harrison going into this game? He said last night, talked to some of the coaches, and he said, I can do it. I, I, I can do it. I can, I can play. I can go both ways. We know that there's a difference, though, in being able to say that the night before and coming on the field. Now, here's what I think. Unless something's happening right now with trainers and doctors that we don't know about it, He's the kid. I mean, I, I made no bones about it, never have. Uh, he's the guy that I want out there. When you saw him come out earlier, some of the guys saw him, put their arms around him. People get lifted up by Harrison. Yep. He's fun. He's the kind of kid, too, that's really good on the field with people. But then I can testify to this. My little ones, my little kids, your little kids, Harrison's the kind that everybody looks to him and says, this is my guy right here. And so I'm really interested to see tonight if he can go, not only from a physical standpoint, but because of the way that he lifts other people up. Harrison Brownlee also leads the Bulldogs defensively with 7.8 tackles per game. On the other side, Middle Tennessee Christian, they're led by senior tailback Eli Wilson, who averages 172 yards on the ground. Their quarterback is number 15, Yates Jaron. He averages 44 yards passing. As we mentioned, they're a run heavy offense. On defense, they're led by senior Brooks Jones, a linebacker, a little over 11 tackles a game. He has well over 100 for the season. He was not available in the first matchup. He is available tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, both teams adjust to each other based on when they played in their first game and also, you know, the things that have changed between the two teams between that game three months ago and tonight. He's the definition, Jones, of a difference maker. I mean, he's the kind of kid that you see him playing tonight. And same thing as Brownlee. The way that the Middle Tennessee Christian School is going to be lifted up by his presence, I think there's going to be a little bit more fight in them, especially knowing that Jones is here. Well, both teams average exactly 39 points per game. I tell you, I think we're in for another dandy as, uh, again, both teams may not do the same things offensively, but they're very similar in their statistics, average points per game. But, again, I think you got to give the Bulldogs a little bit of an advantage just because could you not ask for a better shot at revenge than oh. getting to play here again? The fact that you want it and you get it. And what I mean by that is so many people say all the time, I love a redo. I love a reset. I love it to get a crack at these guys again. And the fact that they get it is big. I just got a word in. Let me tell you this. I just got word in from one of our local firefighters. Okay, and You know what he told me? He's listening to the pregame, and he sent this to me, and he said, dogs win by a lot, not even close. I mean, you got, you got people feeling that, I've man. Heard, I've heard that this week. You oh. probably have a better pulse of it. Uh, you have a son, the freshman that's on the team. Unfortunately, he's not able to play due to an injury that he suffered back in the summer. But uh, 
I'm sure you're 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 you got a you got a good pulse on what everybody's thinking here. There's a confidence there, and I'll, I'll tell you, we'll see how this ages. But there's a confidence amongst the boys on that team that believe it. They believe it in the sense of they can smell Chattanooga. Hey, growing up for me, that used to be a bad thing. But now, smelling, sniffing Chattanooga and knowing what's coming, knowing that you could make a trip there. I'm going to tell you right now, in that locker room, Coach Anderson and the crew, they have that team believing. The boys believe it. All the boys on that side believe it. And you don't want that to cross over into straight-up arrogance. But you want to come out here with this confidence of, hey, we've got a home job to do so that we can go on a business trip to Chat Town, baby. Well, this game will get started in about 20 minutes. And before we go to a commercial break, Taft, I'm sure there's a list of people that we want to thank for making this broadcast possible tonight. There are. We even talked about having our two, our co-title sponsors. I know usually here title sponsor, you think about one person. But our co-title sponsors, the names you'll hear a lot of tonight are, again, a repeat from last week. He said if we win, he'll keep going. That's Hunter Carey State Farm. And also one of our good friends at the station, Jonathan Hickerson. Jonathan Hickerson, who knows, I'm going to tell you, everybody in town. Uh, he is one of these guys who said he's so excited about tonight, and he didn't even want us mention his name a bunch. He's a good guy. You know what he told me? He's a good guy. He said, I want this to be about the boys. I want this to be about their experience. His son, Jax, is on the team, and we have an exciting group tonight. We're going to mention all of our sponsors this evening. And what I want to do tonight is mention them by name a bunch, but then what I also want to do is spend a little bit more time tonight when I make an announcement talking about each individual one. So more to come on some of our extra sponsors tonight. Well, we look forward to that. We're going to take a quick time out and come back for more pregame here at Columbia Academy sitting above J.J. Savage Field. We're across the way from Anderson Fieldhouse and things will get going here in just a little bit. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Network's coverage of the Division II Class A semifinals. We'll take a quick timeout, and we'll be back right after this. This is Coach Trader's dog from Columbia Central High School football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 
931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Welcome back, everybody, to the campus of Columbia Academy for the Front Porch Sports Radio Network's coverage of the Division II Class A state semifinals between the host Columbia Academy Bulldogs and the Middle Tennessee Christian Cougars. And uh, Clayton Harris joined alongside Taft Ayers. And Taft, we mentioned uh, just moments ago when we came on the air that these two schools played earlier in the year, three months ago on August the 18th. It was a Thriller, 33-31 win by Middle Tennessee Christian in triple overtime. But looking at uh, you know Columbia Academy and uh, their schedule, they started out one and three. We mentioned this last week. They are currently on a seven-game winning streak. And if you look at their schedule from earlier in the year, you know they were tested early. They had, as we mentioned, Middle Tennessee Christian right off the bat. 
Uh, the following week, they went to Webb. That was a 48-13 win. And then they played fin- Friendship Christian. That was a 42-21 loss. That game was on the road. Then a very good Huntington team from West Tennessee came in, beat the Bulldogs 48-14. But then on September 15th at DCA, Columbia Academy was a 42-30 winner. And from there, they just started rolling. They went or they actually hosted Ezell Harding, that was 55-28 win. They played Clarksville Academy, beat them 38-7. They went to Nashville Christian, played one of the top-ranked quarterbacks in the country in the sophomore class, uh, and got a 27-21 win. Then they had MJCA, Mount Juliet Christian Academy. That was on the road. They won 62 to nothing. Then they closed out the regular season against Grace Christian. That was a 49-14 win. And then last week's 48-41 win over Jackson Christian, which, you know, the score may have been a little bit closer than what the game indicated in that second half with a late field goal to cut it to seven. But Columbia Academy's been on a roll. On a roll. And if we go back on that schedule, Clayton, when they had this triple overtime game, and then you moved on down and they went, there's a point in that schedule where they went to Friendship Christian. And the score of that game, the Friendship Christian game, mm-hmm. that game was close. And I mean close until the end, and then it exploded. It exploded, I think you said 42, 42-21. 42-21. That game exploded. Then Huntington came here, and that, it was nasty because of how good Huntington was. But then something happened. We marched to DCA went to DCA and got one of those wins where I told a couple of parents afterwards, I said, this is the win right here that sets you up for your seniors to have a great experience in, in their final games, no matter how they go, at the end of the season. Because your normal, and I don't want, I, normal wins sounds terrible, but your wins that you look at like Clarksville Academy, Ezel Harding, Harding uh, the ones that you look at as far as playoff implication, Grace Christian, you start to look at those and we handled business in those games to the point where the DCA win was a setup win. And then the icing on the cake, the one that was just the catapult, was going on the road and beating Nashville Christian. The reason that was so big is it puts us in this seat where we are tonight. I fully anticipate Columbia Academy win tonight. But what I mean by that, and the but, is they did everything they could. They earned their seat here tonight in a way that is really cool to where you want to use this game to march on to state, but just getting to play this game here is a big deal for the Club Academy Bulldogs. You look at the three losses for the Bulldogs, the combined record of the three schools that they lost to, 31-4. and four. You have a 10-2 uh, Friendship Christian Academy. You have an 11-1 and one Huntington, and then a 10-1 and one Middle Tennessee Christian. So, uh, those, those those were really really good teams. It's not like they lost to anybody that was five and five or two and eight or anything like that. Those were three really good schools, uh, and two of them, or maybe three. I don't know if Huntington's still alive or not. Uh, they are. So all yeah. three are still alive in the playoffs, and uh, the winner of this game could very well play Friendship Christian. 
And that's a joke I've made with a lot of people is that you look at who's left. Your Nashville Christian, Friendship Christian, Middle Tennessee Christian, and Columbia Academy. Not only are these four schools that are touted as Christian schools, these are also four schools that are connected to the Churches of Christ. And when I say connected to, we know at every school that can mean different things as far as the presence in the community, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm laughing about in this is these are programs that years ago you wouldn't have seen right here. Yeah, they, they weren't perennials as far as the name to look at and say maybe one of them will be here from time to time, but not these four. And so that's what excites me. It was about four or five years ago that the TSSAA split up the public and private schools. All Division One schools are public schools. All Division Two schools are private schools. And uh, there was a lot of uh, controversy, maybe, I guess is maybe the word you want to use. A lot of people didn't want to see that happen. Some people did. Uh, but this is where we're at. And, hey, give credit to where credit's due. Coach Anderson has done a heck of a job here in year number two, gotten these guys playing with a lot of momentum. Uh, and that's the name of the game at this time of the year. It's about teams that have the momentum, that are playing well, that don't make mistakes. And that's what I think the game's going to come down to tonight. I know it sounds like a cliche, but uh, every game, uh, every football game comes down to the teams that make the fewest mistakes and the teams that take advantage of those mistakes. Yep, and you're going to see as we get ready for the captains uh, to come out here, Middle Tennessee Christian is getting ready. they got captains lined up. And what you're going to see is the Columbia Academy team hasn't made their way to the field yet. Here they come and out. So, They're coming, exiting out of Anderson Fieldhouse now. But we'll go ahead and give you the captains for Middle Tennessee Christian. It's number 15, Yates Jaron. Number 22, Eli Wilson, the running back we spoke of earlier. Uh, the linebacker, Brooks Jones. And number 72, the big guy, Jesse Perry, 6'7", 285, a Tennessee commit. And uh, he anchors that offensive line and defensive line for Middle Tennessee Christian. The Bulldogs are coming out in their Navy jerseys, Navy pants, with their Navy helmets with the red stripe down the middle. The block, red numbers on each side of the helmet. And they're going to come out of Anderson Fieldhouse. They'll walk on the track out in front of the stands, and they'll enter the field directly across the way from us. If you're familiar with Columbia Academy, we're in the old press box looking directly at Anderson Fieldhouse. So we are minutes away from kickoff here. So before that, we're going to take one more quick commercial break, and when we come back, it'll be time for the coin flip and kickoff here at J.J. Savage Field for the Division II Class A semifinals. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field. As we are moments away from kickoff for the Division II Class A semifinals here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network, I'm Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers. And the captains for Columbia Academy, number 11, Kate Jackson. Number 5, Connor Rawson. Number 52, Gabriel Sapicki. And number 8, I believe that's number eight, Mac Jackson. Taft, final thoughts before we get going here. Clayton, last week we talked about what you could feel in the air. We talked about the excitement 
that was here. A lot and of cowbell. And tonight, I'm curious if there's going to be more cowbell. I know that we talk about Walter Camp being the father of American football, and people are always thankful that he started that for us. And I think tonight it's just appropriate to thank Alexander Campbell for making this game possible tonight, baby. It's going to be fun. I had a feeling there was going to be an Alexander Campbell reference at some point, and we have not even started the game, and we have it already for those keeping tabs. <laughs> Campbellite for Heisman, baby. He would be happy. <laughs> the Duck River's not far away from here, Clayton. No, it is not. Middle Tennessee Christian in their white uniforms, navy bottoms with navy, jersey, or with navy numbers, outlined in orange with a navy helmet, with a white stripe down the middle. Oh, it's actually black. Sorry, I'm colorblind. As uh, Chris Yao from Main Street Media whispers in my ear, he'll be with us up here tonight. He'll have stats. That'll be a good thing. Uh, as the two teams are meeting at midfield. No coin flip yet, just a lot of talking. What does Columbia Academy typically do, Taft? If they win the toss, do they defer or do they usually receive? They defer. Here's the flip. Let's see what happens tonight. See, Columbia, or you see, Middle Tennessee Christian has won the toss, it appears. And we're still trying to figure this out. So, Middle Tennessee Christian, the Cougars win the toss. They want the football and will receive. There you go, a, li a little bit of juice to start this thing off. And this is my favorite part because as they line up, our Murfreesboro friends who've been here before, hopefully they remember this because when that cannon goes off, oh, man. when that cannon goes off, man, sometimes you give it the old mentality of in the parking lot, everybody get down, Every everybody drop. Yeah, I I'm glad you reminded me of that because I uh, was not expecting that loud boom last week. As the captains for Columbia Academy will go to the end zone towards our left. If you're familiar with the campus here, they're in the end zone away from the old gym. As the uh, student body and cheerleaders are out there lined up on each side waiting for them to run through the crowd as Middle Tennessee Christian takes the field from our right to left. As Thunderstruck is being played over the sound system here. Middle Tennessee Christian. And here come the Bulldogs. Excited about their 36 players. Ready to rock, baby. As you heard the loud boom and now the train horn in the background. Fun fact, there's two parents, two cheerleader parents who brought those horns. And dude, they were rocking those suckers last night. You I think right. people all week were going, huh, what, 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 huh? I was sitting next to that. The excitement's here, the smoke's in the air. Oh boy. Oh boy, here we go, Clayton Harris. Currently 61 degrees at JJ Savage Field. We had a light mist about an hour ago, but that appears to be gone. Columbia Academy's gonna line the kickoff from right to left on your radio dial. And back for Middle Tennessee Christian is gonna be number 22, Eli Wilson, and number 23, Shy Murphy. Always got to love Middle Tennessee Christian. It's November, but keeping the Halloween colors alive. Ready to go, baby. Isaac Smith, number 17, the senior for the Bulldogs, will tee it up at the 40. He'll place the tee over by the left hash. 
Again, he'll be kicking right to left on your radio dial. The official sets the play clock, and here we go. As Smith will kick a squibbler that'll be fielded at the 39 by number two, Briggs Boyd, and he'll fall on the ground. And that's where Middle Tennessee Christian will take over first and 10 at their own 39-yard line. Now the question here is, what are you going to roll out with your Middle Tennessee Christian? Everybody knows what they think is coming. What, what are you fixing to do? They've thrown the ball how many times? Uh, they average 45 yards a game. <laughs> who's, going, who's going to run the ball? So here comes senior quarterback Yates Jaron. He'll line up in the shotgun with a wing to his left and a tailback to his right. Here's a direct step to number 22, Wilson. He'll go up the middle across the 40 to about the 41-yard line. That'll be a gain of three. And that'll bring up second down and seven. And they still got activity, man. After the whistle, a couple of people slow to get up. You've got the adrenaline spike. Now we see what happens on the next play. Gabriel Sapicki in on the tackle, along with a couple other Bulldogs. And that's the thing about teams running the wing tee, that the clock will continue to run. They want to shorten the game. I told somebody last week we ate dinner at the fifth quarter afterwards, and I said we will be up here a lot earlier next week. Cougars break the huddle with 15 on the play clock. They'll line up again in the wing formation out of the shotgun. Here's Jaron. He's going to hand it off on the end around to Boyd, and Boyd's going to get taken down by Monte Baldwin. No gain on the play. And it'll bring up a third down and six for the Cougars. Monte's on assignment tonight. What they've told him is they said, we need you to penetrate, get back here as quick as you can, and drop these suckers down. Let's get a loss. This is what the Cougars don't want to be in. They don't want to be in the third and long. Columbia Academy has a five-man front defensively. Here's Jaron in the shotgun. Another end around to Wilson. He'll break a tackle, keeps breaking Ah. tackles. He has the edge, he has a first down, and he gets out of bounds at midfield, and that'll move the chains first and 10 for the Cougars. That's one of those frustrations right there because when they line up, everybody's ready. We think we've got to stop taking the left side. You saw some frustration in the linebackers, people that wanted to blow them up when they went outside the marks. Couple of missed tackles, had a chance to drop him at the line of scrimmage, but couldn't do it. Ball's gonna be on the left hash at the 50. Here's Jaron in the shotgun. In the wing formation, he'll keep it himself, nowhere to go, and he'll get down, and a loss of about two on the play, as number 11, Kay Jackson, makes the stop for Columbia Academy. When Kay Jackson went down earlier this year, as we mentioned, at the friendship game, all he wanted to do was get back and finish this season. And I love, I, I, not to say I love seeing a senior in a knee brace, but the idea of somebody who's back and says, I'm gonna give it everything I have on D. I, I love his tenacity. Second down and 11 for the Cougars. The ball at the 49 yard line. In the wing formation, here's the quarterback. He's gonna go, he's gonna throw it deep down the right sideline, complete to number two, Briggs Boyd. Boyd inside the 10, inside the five, and he will score! Touchdown, Cougars! Unbelievable! You hear this excitement because of that bomb. Middle Tennessee Christian bringing a little magic out here early. We looked at that and said, okay, is this gonna happen? Is he gonna make it? 
Had a little struggle down here at the end with Knox Love trying to man up on him. This is going to be a ride, Clayton, for sure. I couldn't tell if Knox was trying to strip the ball, but they kind of danced from yeah. about the five-yard line all the way to the goal line, and he was able to get across for the touchdown as number four, Jarek Reynolds, comes on for the extra point for the Cougars. We've come a long way at this school, Clayton. Back in the day, they would have been choreographing going down the sides, but I appreciate that uh, that nice dance reference, Clayton. Good job. <laughs> now we have a penalty in offsides against the Bulldogs. And let's see what Middle Tennessee Christian chooses to do here if they're just going to continue to kick the extra point or go for two. Yeah, these suckers are kicking it, aren't they? Their starting quarterback is their holder. That's Jaron. Hey, get a little funky. That was a good throw by him. It, it was good, man. Get a little funky right here. Here's Reynolds for the extra point. Good snap, set, kick on the way. It is up, and it is good. 9.43 to go here in the opening quarter. Middle Tennessee Christian strikes first. They lead Columbia Academy 7 to nothing. We'll be back right after this. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Two minutes and 17 seconds is all it took for Middle Tennessee Christian to get on the board. They lead Columbia Academy seven to nothing. Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers. As uh, I tell you, Taft, the big play on that drive was the third and long. Yep. And that jet sweep towards the Columbia Academy bench that got to midfield. And then we saw the long touchdown pass from the quarterback, Jaron, 40, or I'm sorry, 52 yards as Reynolds will tee it off and kick it for the Cougars. Here's the kick fielded by Baldwin at the 12. He's across the 20, 25, 30, out to the 36. And they'll say he's down at the 38-yard line, and that's where Columbia Academy will start their first drive of the ball game. It's good. Monte starting on this side, running, running that hard as though it, it's appropriate with the cannon earlier, running like he was shot out of one. Man, he ran angry, mad. I'm interested to see, too, what we tried out here. Do you look for number two? Are we going to try it out, Harrison Brownlee? We talked about Harrison Brownlee in pregame. He got injured last week, struggling with an MCL sprain. And he's not going to be out there. Nope. As, uh, Jackson will be out wide along with Duro. Rawson in an empty set at quarterback. A quick pass to Duro, complete to the right side, out across the 40. He'll be pushed out of bounds at about the 42-yard line. That'll be a gain of three. I think I see Brownlee in street clothes, Clayton. I think he has changed into a red hoodie, it looks like. We got here early and watched him try to go in warm-ups, yep, and he just, he just couldn't get it going. Yeah, he's not dressed. He's not dressed anymore. Man, what a, what a bummer for me. Here's Rawson in the pistol, handed off to Baldwin, up the middle. He's got across the 45 to about the 46-yard line. That'll be a gain of four, and that'll bring up third down and about three for Columbia Academy. 
You're sitting on third and three. They, they've shown you no reason that you can't push it right through the gap right here. Ball's in the middle of the field. Pistol Boom. formation. There you again. go. Right through, first down right through it. Right through it, Monte. And Monte is in Cougar territory. They'll knock him down at the 43-yard line. That'll be a first and 10 for the Bulldogs. There was no extra effort to stop him uh, at all right there. Same formation, two receivers to the left, one to the right. Play action, Rawson. He looks, drops, rolling to his right. A flag is down. Here's Rawson inside the 30, down out of bounds at around the 22. But it may be for nothing as a flag in the area of holding is going to be thrown at the 47-yard line. I hate seeing the flag thrown. Dot, dot, dot. I love seeing Connor take off early. And he's dangerous with his legs. He can not only pass the ball, he can run the ball as well as it is a hold against Columbia Academy. And they'll replay first down as the ball will move back in the Bulldog territory at the 46-yard line, actually the 47. I started getting text messages in, Clayton, from people that heard us mention Harrison not in uniform. We got, we got sad fans. Man, we, we've got to really pull it up right here. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Connor Ralston in the pistol. He's going to play action, throws it out and incomplete. And for his intended receiver, Knox Love, just a little bit out of Knox's reach. Connor may have kind of hurried that throw just a tad. It'll bring up second down. And Knox hasn't played a bunch of receiver this year. And so that's just going to take a minute. Not If you can get Knox open in space, he's fast. He's quick. That's just gonna, that, that, that play is going to take a second. Here we go, second down and 20. It's going to be a handoff to Baldwin up the middle near midfield, and he'll get to about the 49-yard line of Middle Tennessee Christian as the tackle's made by Jackson Highfield. you got to hold on to the rock, man. Just hold on to the rock. That would make me nervous. And I think Monte Baldwin may have broken a school record on that last run. Now the Bulldogs are going to set up a screen to lob. Not has it inside the 40, down to the 35. It'll be a great game, but a little short of the first down as the Bulldogs will need to get to the 33. And it'll be a fourth down and about two. I told you it was going to take a minute to get Knox. It took 45 seconds. So the Bulldogs, two receivers to the right, one to the left, an up back behind the right tackle, Baldwin in the backfield behind Ralston in the pistol. Here's the handoff. No, it's going to be a keeper by Rawson, and he is going to be short of the first down, it appears. Let's look at the spot. And I think he is. I think he's going to be short, and that'll be a turnover on down. The official's going to keep looking. He's looking. He's looking. And it will be first down, Middle Tennessee Christian at the 34-yard line. As they fake the handoff to Baldwin, Rawson kept it himself around the right end. And just a good stop there by the Cougar defense. Important to respond. Here we are. We're in the position that Jackson Christian was in last week with a little less anger. And so what we've got to do here is try our best to look, evaluate, respond. I mean, you've got to make a response here. Hopefully we don't have baby megaphones on the other side. So here come the Cougars, their second possession of the game. They lead 7 to nothing with 7.50 to go here in the opening quarter. Uh-oh. And now they're going to switch things, an unbalanced line to the right. And a direct snap to Wilson. Wilson up the middle across the 40. He's got room to run, and he is gone. Taking it all the way is Eli Wilson for a 66-yard touchdown run. And my goodness, the Cougars get a 13 to nothing lead early 
on Columbia Academy. That one right there was a hard stopper, man. I mean, you you saw him bust through. Clayton, we, we have, not only do we have a game, not only do we have a contest, we've got Bulldogs with their backs against the wall, man. It, it's time to fight. Well, you saw the shift there before the yes. snap. There was an, uh, an unbalanced line to the right. They ran it to the left on the weak side of that CA defensive lineup. And they take it to the house for 66 yards as Jarek Reynolds in for the extra point for the Cougars. Here's the snap, set, kick on the way is up. And it is good. 7.39 to go in the opening quarter. Columbia Academy trails Middle Tennessee Christian 14 to nothing. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Back everybody to JJ Savage Field, where Middle Tennessee Christian leads Columbia Academy 14 to nothing. Not even midway through the first quarter, Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers and Taft the Bulldogs. Man, they got to get something going here on this next drive. You have to. It's a must. You do not want to blink and be down three scores. Not and against it, a wing T team. Nope. Nope. As fast as they're doing it. So Reynolds will kick off for the Cougars. Here's the kick from the 40, left to right to left on the radio dial. Come on, CJ. Here's CJ Duro from the 10. He's out across the 20, 25, cuts right towards the Columbia Academy sideline, and that's as far as he as he is going to go. And a late flag is going to come in at around the 26. We'll see what that is, as it could be against the Bulldogs, potentially a hold. We'll see as we will get the call. One thing you got to talk about right now is the preparation. Yes. It's obvious of Middle Tennessee Christian. And it is. Holding. It's a yep. hold against the Bulldogs. That'll be a 10-yard penalty from the 26, so that will give the, Bulldog the, foot, the Bulldogs the football at the 16-yard line. Middle Tennessee looks clean. Middle Tennessee looks disciplined. And if you start looking at laundry that's piling up on the field, we, we clean it up, we execute, we're back in a contest. So Columbia Academy is going to come out for the second time tonight on offense. They'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right, an up back behind the right tackle, and Rawson in the shotgun by himself. Connor's going to fake it, take it himself up the middle. He gets out to around the 20 to the 21-yard line. That'll be a gain of about three and a half or four yards, and that'll bring up second down. It's time for not only a gut check, a heart check for the Bulldogs. We know they've believed all day. Now you got to put it into practice. Same formation, a quick screen out to Love. He catches it at the 20, and he'll go nowhere as he's going to be tackled on the spot by number seven, Seth Harris. They may have actually lost a yard on the play, and that'll bring up third down and eight for Columbia Academy. Two words that you don't want to see go together, offensive confusion. 
And right now we've got that on a, little, a couple of places on the field. They're in the pistol now. They're going to fake it to Baldwin. Now rolling to the right is Rawson. The pass is out and complete to Kate Jackson. Good. He's got the first Good. down out across the Good. 30 to the 31-yard line, and that will be a first and 10 for the Bulldogs. Right there, you've got to treat it like you're going out. You're just trying to get yours one bit at a time. I like that play a lot. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Another empty set with an up back behind the right tackle. Rawson's going to take it again, and he's going nowhere as he's going to get slammed to the turf for about a four-yard loss on the play as Middle Tennessee Christians number seven and number 50. That would be Seth Harris along with Harris Haynes on the stop. And that'll bring up a second down and long for the Bulldog offense. I'm going to tell you, that looks WWF, and WCW, like old school. I mean, they took him down to the mat. Pistol formation, one receiver to the right, two to the left. Here's the handoff ball, one off left tackle. On, Makes a man miss, gets Get across yours. the 35 Get yours, to the 40, to the 41, 42, 43 yard line. And that'll be enough for a Bulldog first and 10. You're seeing what they're committed to stopping right now. You, you can see they're going to give up a little bit here. We've got to find a crack, and we've got to go. You see Connor, you're doing a really good job right now of communicating, helping a couple players out. Here's Rawson. He'll drop back, looking, looking, nowhere to go. He's going to take off on the near sideline, out across midfield, puts his shoulder down, and runs out of bounds at the 41-yard line, or actually the 40-yard line of Middle Tennessee Christian, and that'll be a first and 10 for the Bulldogs. I'm going to tell you how Connor's playing right now. He's playing like a senior who grew up here and wants to finish this thing the right way. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Handoff Baldwin up the middle and nowhere to go for Monte Baldwin as Jackson Highfield and Harris Haynes are there to stop him for no gain and it will bring up second down and 10 for the Bulldogs. There's some domination on the line that we've got to fix. Here's Rawson in the pistol. Drops, looks, looks, nowhere to go. Now rolls, throws it out to Baldwin at the 50. Here's Monte, 45-40. Inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. That'll be a gain of four on the play, and it'll bring up third down and six. Monte in space, we will take it right there for sure. Yeah, hey, you don't see Connor run the ball this much. That doesn't do it. Got to take what the defense gives you. Two Amen. receivers to the left, one to the right. Here's Rawson in the pistol. He looks, throws it out in the flat, and that's going to be complete to around the 31-yard line. That'll be a gain of four, and that'll bring up a third down, maybe a fourth down, and one for Columbia Academy. And Taft, you got to imagine the Bulldogs are going to go for it. they got to. Got to roll. Fourth and one. Get paid right here. Let's go. Here's Rawson in the shotgun. A lot of he's finger a, pointing. He's in the pistol as he tried to draw off the Cougars on defense, but he wasn't able to. He'll get a call from the sideline. Here's Rawson in the pistol formation now. Oh, I love under, it. I love it. Oh, no. Under center. And the tackle is number – what number is that? 11. Yeah. That is Kay Jackson. We saw it last we week. We did. He, he is the up back who gets under center and takes it as a sneak. He got stopped at the line of scrimmage but broke two tackles Man. and gets a first down at the Middle Tennessee Christian 20-yard line. Again, that senior effort. That senior effort. Here's Rawson, a quick pass out to Baldwin. Baldwin up the right sideline, down inside the 20. He'll be knocked out of bounds at around the 16-yard line. That'll be a gain of four on the play and bring up second down and six. Woo! I know, I know we talk about life, we talk about grace and all those things in life, but tonight, this is about works. You gotta go after it. I mean, you gotta get yours tonight. We gotta work for this, man. 
Jax Hickerson checks in for number 11, Kate Jackson. He'll be in the up back position. Good. 320 and counting. Middle Tennessee Christian leads 14 to nothing. Columbia Academy looking to respond. Here's the handoff ball when right side makes a man miss. Is near the first down marker. Let's see where the spot's at. I think it will be a first down inside the 10 yard line and it's gonna be first and goal for the Bulldogs. Keep chipping away. Let's see how long we can keep them on the field is what we need to do here and just keep pressing. First and goal for Columbia Academy, three minutes and counting. Here's Rawson, a pitch to the left side to Baldwin. Baldwin inside the five. He is gonna get to the pylon and a touchdown Give Columbia him. Academy. Give him that touchdown, baby. Running in hard to the end zone. Zero apologies. CA back in this ball game. We gotta keep it up. Monte Baldwin with a nine yard touchdown run with 2.55 to go here in the opening quarter. Makes it a 14 to six ball game. And Columbia Academy responds when they need to. As Isaac Smith, the senior, will come in for the extra point. Here's the snap, the set, the kick is on the way. It is up and it is good. Okay. Okay. 2.55 to go here in the opening quarter. Middle Tennessee Christian 14, Columbia Academy 7. We'll take a quick timeout and be back right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field. Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers bringing you the Division II Class A semifinals between Columbia Academy and the Middle Tennessee Christian Cougars. The Cougars lead the Bulldogs 14-7, but Taft, a big response there by the Columbia Academy offense. It was a big response. You've got to be unapologetic on how you run the ball tonight if you're C.A. I kept talking about Monte and space. It, you've got to create, you've got to create. You've got to see, as you mentioned, Clayton, what they give you. So Smith will kick off right okay. to left on the radio ah. dial and a squib kick is gonna be recovered at the 49 yard line by number 13, Owen White. And the Cougars will have great field position for their third drive of the ball game. Man, he jumped on that sucker. He, he was ready for it. I'm really wondering as far as preparation goes, I would like to know a little bit about the Middle Tennessee game planning this week, what what they've looked at, how they've gotten ready. You see Sapicki right now getting our fans going. You can tell, I mean, it, it's just crucial. 2.55 left in the first. Here come the Cougars. They'll shift, okay, off balance line to the left. In the wing formation, a direct snap to Wilson. Wilson up the middle across midfield down to the Columbia Academy 47. That'll be a gain of about four on the play to bring up second down. You start talking about prep work right here, the way that you've prepped for them defensively. You know that Travis McKnight is ready. Now it's a matter of continuing to communicate that with your messages coming in and out with the substitutions. So the quarterback, Yates Jaron will check in the ball game now. He was not on the 
field for that last play. Wing back to the left with a tailback to the right of Jaron. Now a sweep to Wilson on the end around to the right side. He stumbles, keeps his feet, and he'll get inside the 40 down to around the 38-yard line, and that'll be enough for a Cougar first and 10. As they march the football play, continuing to press, continuing to move on, I'm watching the CA defense. I'm watching body language. I'm watching response. And we've lost the scoreboard. Now it comes back. 2-11 to go here in the opening quarter. Ball will be at the Columbia Academy 39-yard line. Middle Tennessee Christian leads 14-7. Here's the quarterback in the shotgun in the wing formation. It's the senior, Jaron. He'll get the ball, keep it himself. Runs through the pile up the yes. middle. And he's going to be stuffed by number 75, Caden Johnson. Minimal gain, maybe a gain of three on the play. And now we got a little extracurricular after the play. I'm watching their quarterback right now get a little chippy uh, with some of our players coming back, telling them how big he is, letting them know that he's not afraid of them. Ah, man, you may want to stick to running the boring wing tee, sir. Like, you, you do your job back there. I don't think you want any of these guys. It's going to be a three-yard gain. It's going to bring up second down and seven. 130 and counting. Here to go in the opening quarter. NCS leads. Friendship Christian 14 to nothing after the first quarter. Here's the snap to Wilson. He's going to give it on the end around the Boyd. Boyd's going to break a tackle. He'll get down to around the 32-yard line, a gain of four, and that'll bring up a third down and around three for the Cougars. He's strong. Boyd's strong. He's the same one that caught the ball down here, muscled his way into the end zone. Now, dude, it's, it's hit somebody in the mouth time right here. Clock continues to run with one minute and counting. Cougars lead 14 to seven. They have the ball at the Columbia Academy 31. Cougars break the huddle with 15 on the play clock. Jaron in the shotgun in the wing formation, a direct snap to Wilson. Wilson's gonna get tackled yes! for a loss in the backfield by Parker Shirley. Big play there by the senior, and now we have a flag on the play. Flag on the field, man. And that could be a holding against Middle Tennessee Christian, Let and it, it is. Holding. Let it be holding. So what do you do if you're Columbia Academy? Do you take the penalty, or do you decline it and bring up a fourth and short? He lost Ooh. a couple Ooh. of yards on the play. You would think it would be four down territory for the Cougars if they decline it. And they're waiting to see what happens here. And it looks like Columbia Academy is going to accept the penalty and move the Cougars back to around the 41-yard line. Hey, Parker Shirley flying in there like he was a man. And I think what they're telling him right here is we believe that we've got 11 men on the field right now defensively, ready to stand up, ready to man up. What do you got, third and 12? Third down and 12. Let's go. 30 seconds and counting to go here in the opening quarter. Middle Tennessee Christian with the ball at the Columbia Academy 41. The horns are going. Get your defense rolling. And we got a timeout, Middle Tennessee Look, Christian. we got some life 
over here from our defense. We, we're ready. Now you've got third and 12. It's an opportunity for CA. You, you know the prep work that's gone on with McKnight and with the defense here. An opportunity for them to form a wall right here and to say, hey, all right, third and 12, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you a few. But it's an opportunity for CA right now to put into practice everything that they have gone with this week, the way that they prepared. I told you earlier, the key was confidence versus arrogance. You know what I'm saying? I think the, the arrogant factor, if there was one, it's been taken away. Like, here you are. If anybody was arrogant before the game, which I still doubt, but if anybody was, now you've got to rest on your preparation to tap into that confidence. It'll be interesting to see what Middle Tennessee Christian does here if they keep the ball on the ground, maybe right. try to get half of it back running the ball and set up a fourth and manageable. They're going to come out with an offset line to the left. They're going to overload to the left, unbalanced line. Here's a snap, now an end around to number 22, Wilson. He's got one man oh. to beat, and he slips and falls at the 36. So that'll be a gain of five, and that'll be the final play of the quarter. He's going to bring up a big fourth down when we come back to start the second quarter. At the end of one, Middle Tennessee Christian 14, Columbia Academy 7. We'll be back right after this. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. And welcome back to J.J. Savage Field for the Division II Class A semifinals between Middle Tennessee Christian and Columbia Academy. The Cougars lead 14-7 over the Bulldogs. Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers as it's going to be fourth down and seven. The Cougars are going for it. Here's the quarterback, Jaron, across the middle. Oh! It's incomplete. Oh! As he had the tight end, Braden Box, wide open. It would have been six points, but Box is unable to catch the football, and Columbia Academy will take over after a turnover on downs at the 36-yard line. I'm talking wide open. Wide I mean, open. Wide open. Wide open. Now, while that makes Milton and Christian sad, that makes the Bulldogs happy. Absolutely. Like, let me tell you what else makes me happy, our sponsors. That's right. The fact that we've got sponsors willing to make this happen. I want to list a couple of those right now. I want to mention Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home for their continued support here. A great family, great people take care of Columbia and beyond. And also I want to mention Tommy Height Jr. with Shelter Insurance. Thankful for Tommy and his family for taking care of us. Come on, let's score. Let's get a touchdown. Bulldogs go left to right on your radio dial. Here's the handoff Baldwin has to bounce it to the left side, gets Good. across Good. the 40 to the 41 yard line. 
That'll be a gain of about five on the play, and they'll bring up second down as they stop the clock for some reason. Hey, Monte lost his helmet. Oh, okay, so he's going to have yeah. to come off for a play. Zane Nash on the field after Monte lost his hat. So we look at this, 11, okay, now now we're ticking. 11.40 counting. Three receivers now to the left, one to the right. Nash in the backfield behind Rawson. Rawson, play action, drops, looks, throws it across the middle ah. and sells it over the intended receiver, knocks love, and that'll bring up third down and five. Felt like we had a timing issue there. Monte's back on the field here. I'm going to keep going with some of our sponsors, Clayton. Uh, Craig Hutchison with Hutchison's Tree Service. Craig agreed like this, I mean, instantly to sponsor these games. And we're thankful for Craig. If you have any needs when it comes to tree service, anything in the yard, hit up Craig Hutchison. Great dude. Been doing it for years. Shout out to Craig. So Columbia Academy will have two receivers to the right, two to the left. The up man will be Kay Jackson behind the right guard. Here's Rawson in the shotgun. Connor's going to fake it, and he'll throw an incomplete pass. Intended for Knox Love, just a quick screen, and just threw it out in front of him by a few yards, and that'll bring up fourth down and five. And let's see what Coach Anderson does here as the ball is at their own 40, actually 46 yard or 41 yard line, and the punting unit will come on the field for the Bulldogs. Man, I, I hate that you have to do this. I mean, I hate the fact that that's the decision right here. Not not in a position to sit up here and, and try to beat up the call. I just I hate that it's something that you have to do. Gabriel Sapicki back to punt for Columbia Academy as they'll have three receivers to the right in this punting formation. Snap to Sapicki and the kicks away. It'll be a kind of a end over end kick that'll bounce and roll nice down bounce. inside the 20 to the 18 yard line and down right there by number 22 Jack Sickerson and Middle Tennessee Christian will take over there first and 10. We have 11, 11 minutes left. You're watching the fact that last week the game, I mean, we, we still would have been midway through the first. Well, how big on that last drive was it Baldwin losing his helmet after first down and having to come out for second? You might run the ball with him again after yep. that first down play, and it kind of changes everything. Yeah, you, you, had a, you had a rhythm issue there. Now, here's the question. First and ten, Middle Tennessee, you're, you're probably going to see a shift here. What's your defensive response? Here come the Cougars and the gun. A direct snap to number 22, Wilson, around the right side. He'll hit the sideline, get out across the 20, near the 21-yard line. A gain of about three on the play. It'll bring up second and seven. You had a couple hollering on the CA side for a hold there, but I, I don't think it was. A lot of times when you stretch it out like that, you do see some cloth get grabbed. Right, right. So the clock will stop with 11.10 to go in the second quarter. Cougars lead the Bulldogs 14 to 7. Middle Tennessee Christian will be in the huddle. Now they'll break it with 15 on the play clock. They'll stay in the wing formation in the shotgun. The quarter or the uh, tailback, Eli Wilson, will be in the quarterback. They snap it to him, runs off left tackle, spins, and gets upended by number 11, Kate Jackson, at around the 24 yard line. That'll be another gain of three on the play and it'll bring up third down and five. Kay Jackson wants this game tonight. You can tell by the way he's playing. You can tell the way he's showing up. Well, if you're a senior, there is no tomorrow. Look, look. You have to win. Still continuing. 
you see the seniors, you see the seniors encouraging the crowd to get live. They need you to be loud. It's third and five here in this pound you in the face offense. It's time for the defense to hit back. So Brooks Jones, the linebacker in the backfield now with Wilson. Wilson's gonna take it, he's gonna throw it. He's gonna throw it down the field complete out to around the 28 yard line. And that should be close enough for a first down. Let's see where they spot it. I felt like it was potentially short. And it is. It's going to be about a yard short of the first down and a big decision here for the Cougars. And I think they're going to go for it as they're hey. going to send the quarterbacks, Yates, Jaron, in the game. Hey, roll it up, man. Go for it. That, that's the style I like. Fourth and one, go, go for it. Earn, earn yourself. Now, if you're the defense, make them regret the decision. Eli Wilson, the tailback there on the pass, kind of a little bit of a trickery. And now they're going to get back in punt formation, perhaps. As the quarterback, Jaron, is back about eight yards behind the center. And now we got a whistle and a stoppage of play, and I think a delayed game penalty will go against the Cougars. And Not as brave as I thought, the Cougars. And it is. It'll be a delay of game. That'll hey, back it up five hey, yards. Hey, back it up. Head on. Head on to the baseball field. Back up. Get get back there. Hey, you can punt from way back by those trucks for all I care. So the Cougars will punt towards or actually away from the old gym if you're familiar with the setup here at the Columbia Academy campus. Come on. Make him pay for it right here. CJ. Here's they can pay for it, CJ. Snap, low end over end kick that'll bounce at the 47, roll inside the 40, inside the 35, and down to the 32-yard line. And that's where Columbia Academy will take over first and 10. All right, I'm happy about this. I'm happy about the defensive stand there. That was real tricky if he was going to run it or pass it in the back. You're not hearing as much from the uh, Cougars down here. And so now I'm interested to see if CA can get their crowd lit up. I mean, right now, if this was Jackson Christian, not to live in the past, man, we'd have hooting, we'd have hollering, it'd be nuts. It's been pretty pretty mild so far, yeah. but it is early in the contest. 9-17 to go in the second quarter. Middle Tennessee Christian leads Columbia Academy 14-7. Bulldogs with the football going left to right on your radio dial. They'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Connor Rawson, the senior quarterback in the pistol with Monte Baldwin behind him. Play action, Rawson looks, loads up down the left sideline, ah. and he'll overthrow his intended receiver, C.J. Duro, and that'll be an incomplete second down for C.A. Maybe your tendency, like last week, was to overthrow, underthrow, and then, and hit, and then, yeah. and then hit a bomb. Common question, though, right here for, for many people watching is, okay, you've got an opportunity here to run the ball uh, with, with minimal stoppage. Same formation, now a handoff Baldwin right side. He'll break through the line and get about three or four on the play out across the 35 to the 36, so a gain of four, and that'll bring up third down and six as we have a Cougar down on the ground. And number 11. that appears to be number 11, Brooks Jones, the linebacker, the senior linebacker and captain who did not play in the first game between these two teams early in the year. And he's going to bounce up off the turf and appears to be okay. You like seeing a kid get up that quick. Trainer, so, trainer was out there fast. So he'll have to come off for a play. And the Bulldogs are facing a big third down and six from their own 36-yard line. Ball will be in the middle of the field. Third and six, what are you dialing up, Clayton? Now Monte's gonna line up at receiver to the left. 
four receivers to the left, actually. One receiver to the right and an empty backfield for Rawson. Rawson, quick pass out to Duro on the screen. Tries to make a man miss, but he won't. He'll actually lose yardage on the play, and that'll bring up fourth down for the Bulldogs. I don't know. I don't know. That stutter step to lose them wound it up hurting a lot. Sometimes you can make a man miss right there. He's woken him up a little bit. So Gabriel Sapicki will be back to punt for Columbia Academy. He'll be standing at around the 22-yard line. Back deep for Middle Tennessee Christian is their quarterback, Jaron. Here's the snap, a low end over end kick that bounces okay. at the 43, and it'll roll and die at the 31 yard line, and that's where the Cougars will take over first and 10 with 7.58 to go in the second quarter. Toto was following that ball like one of these ninth grade girls, man. He, he was on, on that rock, tracking it down, making sure that we were able to contain it here. I tell you what, Clayton, 7.58 left before half. You're gonna see, I think, a story of the game right here. What happens in eight minutes? How can you shift the score, shift the balance if you see A? Middle Tennessee Christian with a 14-7 lead and the football, first and 10 at the 31. Here's a snap to Jaron. Jaron with nowhere to go, and he'll be tackled as he get back, back near to the line of scrimmage by number 71, Daniel Sapicki, who's playing both sides of the football tonight. I like Sapicki greeting him and dropping him here. Sets up second and 10. You've got to think about the, the plays, the patterns that Middle Tennessee Christian shows in second and 10. You've got to be ready on the edge. They'll break the huddle in the wing formation, does Middle Tennessee Christian. Here's the snap, a keeper by Jaron. He spins up the middle, out across the 32, a gain of about one, maybe two yards on the play, and that'll bring up a third down and about eight for the Cougars. So third. not much there. Yeah, with third and eight, you're looking at the execution factor for Middle Tennessee Christian. You're looking, you're looking at the way that these plays are being called in. You're also seeing a predictability on this side. CA, I will say this, CA's players right now are spending a lot of time getting the crowd hyped up, with, which I totally get. Just make sure and do something on that side to get them hyped up about. Now they'll have two receivers to the right, an up back and a tail back in the backfield. Here's Jaron in the shotgun, loads up, throws it up in the air to nobody. And we did it. Other than the CA sideline as that ball will go out of bounds at the 40. Some miscommunication there as he was getting pressure. And that's gonna bring up a fourth and long for Middle Tennessee Christian and they'll punt the football back to the Bulldogs. Shirley was quick there. Last week I said something in the broadcast. I said Shirley was quick to that like he was late to class. Running to it like he was late to class. My son listened to the broadcast afterwards. He goes, Dad, Parker doesn't run if he's late to class. <laughs> I loved it getting there quick though. So back deep for Columbia Academy will be number eight, Mac Jackson. He'll stand it around the 40 yard line. And punting formation for the Cougars is number 15, Yates Jaron. Jaron with the snap and the kick, an end over end kick that's gonna hit and roll inside the 20, inside the 15 to the 14 yard line. And that's where Columbia Academy will get the football with 6.23 to go here in the opening half. They trail Middle Tennessee Christian 14 to seven. 
Man. What a kick. Dude, that, that, that ball rolled and rolled and rolled. I mean, exactly how you want it to if you're punting from the Middle Tennessee Christian side. Sitting on 623 on the clock. I just, man, I want to see more. Monte? <laughs> assertiveness saying, hey, we're going to run the ball with purpose. So one receiver to the right, two to the left. Rawson in the pistol with Baldwin in the backfield. He'll snap, get the ball to Baldwin, up the middle, breaks a couple of tackles. Now a late flag comes in, uh, and they're going to get Daniel Sapicki for a hold, and that's going to back him up inside the 10-yard line after that penalty. And there's some, there's some trench work that Middle Tennessee fans especially have been seeing. That They hollered out thank you on that one. And I don't know if it's because it's the state semifinals, but we have an official crew doing the chains tonight. Wow. Look at look at there, man. Did they double book? I guess. I don't know. Scott's a picky. You've been demoted. Well, he's able to enjoy the game a little that's bit more, right. I'm sure. That's right. So after the penalty, the holding penalty against Columbia Academy, it'll back it up inside the five-yard line to a – well, actually right at the five. And they'll have it there where it'll be first down and 18. Pistol formation for Connor Rawson. Behind him is Monte Baldwin. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Handoff Baldwin. No, it's a play action, and the pass is incomplete on a slant route intended for number eight, Mac Jackson. Hit him right in the hands and just couldn't hold on. Good defense out there by number eight, Jeremy Ramsey. If I'm describing it right now, just looking at the offense at the moment, we are dying. Here's what I'm going to say like this. We are dying for it to click. Yeah, right, they're, like, they're, they're, you're, it, I, how much is Harrison Brownlee not being out there man, affect this offense? It's like you don't have your gasoline, your glue, well, whatever you need to make something stick or go. Hand Come off, on, Monte. Hand off Baldwin. He'll get big yardage out across the 10 to the 15-yard line. They'll give him the 16. That'll be a gain of 10 on the play, and it'll bring up a third down and eight for the Bulldogs with 545 and counting to go here in the second quarter. I love a ball in the air, probably more than anybody. But you do that until you can't. Exactly. Play action, Rawson. He's going to go back, throw it, complete the ball on the Monte screen. Space. He's Let's got go. Room. Let's go, Monte. In front of the Columbia Academy bench, out across the 30 to the 35 to the 39-yard line, and that'll be a first and 10 Bulldogs. And a big play there on a halfback screen, DeMonte Baldwin on the play action from Connor Rawson. With Brownlee out, you're not experiencing energy and excitement unless the ball's in Monte's hands right now. They're going to give it to Baldwin again. He's going to get hit and dropped at around the 40-yard line, a gain of one on the play. As number 50, that would be... Harris Haynes in on the stop for the Cougars. I got nothing but good things to say right now about Middle Tennessee Christian's defense. They're solid. From, from a football standpoint here, I mean, they're, they're going to make you earn it. I'm, I'm ready to break them. Nash will check in now for Baldwin. Here's the handoff. Nash outside the 40 to the 41-45, out near midfield, but they'll say he stepped out of bounds right at midfield. And that'll be enough for a Bulldog first and ten. What a treasure when he can run that way with Baldwin out. But they're making you run right now, so keep on. That's the freshman Zane Nash. They're going to spot it at the 49 of the Cougars. Here's Rawson, play action, drops. He looks, looks, and he's going to be hit below. He's going to still throw it downfield, but incomplete. A good job by Connor to get rid of the football and avoid the sack 
and that'll bring up a second down and 10 for the Bulldogs. I got excited because you see on the sidelines uh, Nixon Love, who is on the hands team on the uh, special teams. But I saw Nixon jumping for that ball that was still out of bounds, and I thought, whoa, did we sneak him in? His brother Knox Love is in the ball game now at receiver to the right. Bunch set in the pistol. Here's the handoff, Baldwin, Go. off left Go. tackle. He's got a first down inside Go. the 40, 35. Yeah, baby! Inside the 25 to the 20, and finally knocked down by number 44, Jackson Highfield at the 19-yard line, and that'll be a first and 10 Bulldogs as they enter the red zone. Montana Baldwin getting his. This is not rocket science. Now they're going to speed it up, hand it to Baldwin again. He runs around the left end, has room inside the 15, down near the 11-yard line. And that'll be a gain of about eight on the play and bring up a second down and short as Baldwin's going to check out of the game as he gets up slowly. Okay, Monte hobbles off for a minute. He's catching his breath. That's, that's my hope. And now we have a timeout. Timeout Cougars with 4.07 to go here in the opening half. They lead Columbia Academy 14-7, to but the Bulldogs have it at the Cougar 11-yard line. We'll take a quick timeout and be back right after this. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. And welcome back, everybody. 4.07 to go here in the Class A Division II semifinals as the handoff to Zane Nash up the middle. And that'll be a gain of about two on the play down to the nine yard line. It'll be close to a first and goal. Let's see if he gets it. He's gonna be just short. It's gonna be third down and one. Clock continues to run, 345 and counting. Columbia Academy threatening here inside the Cougar red zone. Dude, he was greeted like, I mean, by a pack of Cougars right there. They're going to say, actually, it was a first down now. So they'll reset the play clock, and it will be first and goal, Bulldogs at the nine-yard line. Monte Baldwin back in the game. Jax Hickerson checks in for number 11, Kate Jackson. You'll have Mac Jackson lined up wide to the right. C.J. Duro wide to the left. Here's Rawson in the pistol, hands it off left side Baldwin. Baldwin hits the line, gets down to about the seven, and he'll be stopped there by a host of Cougars. That was number seven, Seth Harrison on the tackle. And it'll bring up second and goal from the seven. I like the substitutions as far as what we're doing right now from a personnel standpoint. Now you've got to have enough option on the left side for us to sneak Monte in. Punch set to the right, pistol formation, handoff ball went again and he's going nowhere. He's going to get dropped in the backfield for a loss. 
by the Cougars, and that's going to bring up a third and goal from the eight-yard line. So I want I want to set up play there to get us back to this side of the field. There's so much space over here. 2.30 and counting. Columbia Academy trails 14-7 as they are at the Middle Tennessee Christian eight-yard line. It'll be third and goal. I'm always big about scoring when you know you're going to get the ball back. Bulldogs will take their time and get the call from the sideline. They're in the pistol formation, bunch set to the left. They're going to play action. Rawson rolls to his right, passes complete to Jackson, and he's going to be stopped and tackled by Brooks Jones right around the five-yard line, maybe the four, and that'll bring up a fourth and goal for Columbia Academy. And what are they going to do, Taft? They're going to go for it? Yes. Big fat yes so they'll go for it with the clock running with 140 and counting big play here columbia academy will get the ball to start the second half come on one receiver to the left two to the right rawson in the pistol formation with baldwin behind him here's the snap it's on the ground they pitch it out to baldwin and he has nowhere to go and he'll be stopped by number 13 owen white and that'll be a turnover on downs and Taft, that play from the beginning, the ball hit the turf before it got to the quarterback, Rawson. When the ball hit the turf, I had this slight feeling of, okay, we can create something out of nothing here. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Crucial with 122 left in the half. Connor Rawson picked it up and pitched it to the right side over to Monte, and Monte just with nowhere to go. And with 1.22 to go in the second quarter, Middle Tennessee Christian will take over at their own seven-yard line. And if you're the Cougars, you're probably looking to just get out of here. But Columbia Academy does have all three timeouts and has the Cougars pinned back deep in their own territory. Get the ball back, well, however you can. Wing formation, they're going to give it to the quarterback, Jaron, and he's going up the middle and nowhere to go as he's going to be tackled and stopped by number 11, Kate Jackson. Clock's going to run. No timeout yet from the Columbia Academy sidelines, and they may be content to let it run. And they are. That's kind of surprising with all three timeouts. There's some discussion on the coaches about it. I want you to knock a ball loose, man. Well, if you're Middle Tennessee Christian, you're just going to take this play clock down yep. as far as it can as you're down to 50 seconds and counting. They'll break the huddle with 10 on the play clock. Quarterback comes out, and Eli Wilson, the tailback in behind the center, or behind the center in the gun. Wilson gets it. will take it around the right end, breaks a couple of tackles, gets outside, it keeps going, and finally it will be stopped at the 20-yard line by Knox Love, and that will be a first and ten for the Cougars with 31 seconds to go. Clock will stop to move the chains. I wanted them to knock that ball loose so bad make this place go nuts. Middle Tennessee Christian does not have to run a play if they don't want to. There's 30 on the play clock and 22 seconds on the game clock. They'll huddle and now break the huddle with 17 seconds on the clock and counting. It'll be the tailback Wilson in the shotgun in the wing formation. He'll keep it, run to the left side, cuts it back towards the middle, has a man there, a and it is a picky. He'll bring him down, and that will do it for the end of the first half. At the end of the first half of play, here in the Division II Class A semifinals, it's Middle Tennessee Christian leading Columbia Academy 14-7. to 7. 
We'll take a quick timeout and be back right after this. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. And welcome back, everybody, to the Division II Class A semifinals on the campus of Columbia Academy at J.J. Savage Field. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers. And Taft, uh, Columbia Academy trails 14-7 after a very physical and uh, quick first half. It's been a fast one, and it's been a hard one. I mean, you're sitting at 14-7. We're having some people from around ask us. I also want to remind people that are listening. I want to remind you of this. If you're listening on your phone and your stream or through Radio Boss and you text or you do anything or you, you exit out. Take a your, phone call yeah, or anything. Yeah. Hit your refresh button because you'll be able to hear it better in real time here. And also, if you look on Facebook and you're following the feed or seeing where we post that, you look underneath and it's like Ahmad Najee or whoever telling you, this is the only place that you can click right here, the people that comment. Not and, true. Yeah, say give us $99.99 to watch the game. Not true. Not not the case at all. We, we've got some special guests coming up here. We've got Chris Yao. Is he going to follow yeah, us right Chris here? Chris Yao is going to give us stats from the first half. Chris, take it away. Thanks, fellas. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Looking forward to the second half. Right now, we'll get you some stats for Columbia Academy. I'm going to give you, I don't have their name, so I'm going to need your roster. Monte Baldwin leads the way. I know I know who he is. Number three, Monte Baldwin, 16 carries, 104 yards in the touchdown right now. Connor Rawson, four carries for 18 yards. You've got Zane Nash, twice he's carried it for 13 yards. And then Kate Jackson has the one carry for 11 yards in the air. This is a little surprising. Connor Rawson, 10 of 16. Doesn't feel like he's only thrown six incompletions, but 10 of 16 for 68 yards. And Monte Baldwin's caught three of those for 32 yards. Meanwhile, Knox Love has a couple of catches for 16. Kate Jackson, two for 14. Mac Jackson, one catch for five yards. And C.J. Duro has two catches for one yard. On the other side of the ball, uh, 
of course, you've got the Mr. Football semifinalist, Eli Wilson, with 10 carries for 116 yards and a touchdown. Yates Guerin with five carries for four yards, and Briggs Boyd has two carries for just four yards. Uh, through the air, they've had a couple of <laughs> a couple of players throw the ball. Jaron had the one completion for 51 yards that went for the touchdown to Briggs Boyd, and Wilson also completed a pass for three yards, and both of those passes went to Briggs Boyd, who has two catches for 54 yards and the touchdown. So that is your first half stats. Send it back to you, Clayton. Thank you, Chris. Taft Ayers, uh, we got a special guest joining us here, up here tonight again, and uh, we will let you introduce that guest and uh, take it away. All right. We are so excited tonight that we can be back here at this broadcast. We have had a lot of energy from last week to this week, and I'm glad and excited. I asked Dr. Thomas, Dr. James Thomas, if he would come up tonight and join us, and he said, man, if you need me, I'll be there. Dr. Thomas, welcome in. Thank you, Taft. It's great to be here. Let's talk about this energy tonight. I wasn't sure what was going to happen with our Murfreesboro friends, just to be honest. I didn't know you look at the average work week, getting ready for a holiday. I thought, you know what, I think that we'll be ready, we'll be prepared, but I'm not so sure what we're going to be greeted with. James, they've come in strong tonight. Oh, yeah. They brought a great crowd, and uh, the Bulldog Nation has showed out as well. We have a wonderful crowd. Everybody's excited. It's a great environment for Friday night football. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite spots when I look at our family rhythm, where we're going, what we're going to do. My kids ask me all the time, hey, hey, Dad, is the game home tonight? Is it going to be there? It's such a family environment here. And I want to talk to you about school for a second. The way that there's always been a family environment at Columbia Academy, but you have to balance that with the great growth that we've had here also. Is that a challenge when it comes to administration and all those different things? Yes, it is, and, you know, we're no longer the, the 400-student school or the 500 or 600-student school, so it, it's bigger, but it's really important that we try to keep the same culture and ultimately our mission. I'm not going to go all mission on you, <laughs> but our mission has never changed, and right. we're still trying to do it in an excellent way, and we're thankful that we get to serve a few more students now. But, uh, yeah, you know, all, everybody knows the only thing that stays that is constant is change. So, right. But right. Uh, it's still we're keeping that family feel, trying to. We tell people all the time on the show that I host and then through different speaking that we do, we talk all the time about healthy things grow and growing things change. And when that happens, you look at it and you're happy that the school is healthy. You're happy that there's growth. And then with change, just like change on the football field, uh, you look at this team and how they've changed, how they've grown. With my son, my oldest son, he's a freshman, and he has watched the teams grow and change over the years. And you can't say enough good things about what Seth and his staff are doing right now. Well, I appreciate you saying that and bringing that up. And I, I did want to say just how proud I am of our coaches and our team, our players. They have really worked hard this year. And you always want to come out on the right end of the scoreboard, but that doesn't always happen. Usually doesn't. Right. And so the effort is what's most important and the life lessons that these young men are learning, and they're learning it. And I'm proud of Coach Anderson, too, and his staff that he's built and all the support from the parents as well. So it's a really special uh, experience for these guys. You know, you only get to play college high school football for a couple of years. Right. And uh, I'm glad they're having a great experience. There's a lot of development, a lot of development for this team. We're excited to see it. I'm excited about tonight. Now, let me tell you this, Dr. Thomas, for the second half, 
All right. I, I'm ready for some fight. Okay. And when I say fight, I don't mean in the form of flags. Right. I'm saying yeah. I'm ready for some fight in the sense of I think we've done a good job, but I'm ready for that run on the field tenacity for the I saw a lot of our seniors especially engaging the crowd getting them ready to go but there's one thing about when you're trying to defend the wing tee if I'm telling everybody let's go let's go and then there's a shift and they're going to move real quick our crowd is going to continue to be loud our guys we want them to continue to be able to fight in this and we're going to play an interview in a little while that I actually did with Seth this morning Okay. And it's something that Seth and I talked about. I said, hey, let's talk about tonight. Let's do this and let's make – he didn't make a score prediction. Yeah. He said, I'm going to predict that we play hard. So before you leave me here, I'm going to ask you, Dr. Thomas, we got 640 left uh, before the second half resumes. It's 14-7. to 7. What's your final? What's my final? Yes. Well, um, we sure wanted to score right there before half. Oh, boy. And uh, tie it up. But uh, we're getting the ball here on the kickoff. Of course, the coach is going to make adjustments, and uh, I'm proud of the effort that the boys are putting out. Obviously, we got a great opponent. Right, we do. But I like us uh, maybe running the ball. And Monte looked pretty tired there at times. Boy. But uh, we're going to keep feeding it to Monte and Zane, and I think our guys are never going to quit, and we're going to win this game 28-21. Um, 28-21. You heard it right here from Dr. Thomas, and I'm going to tell you this. I will take it. Dr. All Thomas, right. thanks for being here thanks, tonight, Thanks, Taft. We appreciate you all being hey. here, and, and thank you to 101.7 and, and uh, Jack, uh, Mr. Harris, Clayton, yeah. and appreciate all that you all have done. Hey, thanks for letting us. We're also going to welcome in another sponsor that we have here tonight. We're joined in with Hunter Carey. Hunter Carey's coming back tonight, one of our co-title sponsors. And we had Hunter last week, and we had him in here. He made one halftime prediction. We'll get to that in a minute. But he told me, he said, man, he said, if y'all are ready to go and we're going to win, he said, I'll be back next week. And so I'm thankful that he came back and joined us this week. Hunter, welcome up to the studio tonight here at J.J. Savage Field. Thoughts on the game so far, man? It's been a good game. I was a little worried there, you know, off the start. I thought it could get away from us. But, yeah, we've, we're battling out there on defense. The defense really, uh, really picked it up. Um, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think it's going to be a really good second half. It's painful for us tonight to not have Harrison Brownlee. Yeah, I hated to see that. I mean, he tried. Uh, it hurts. I even made a call at the beginning of the game where I said, hey, okay, let's see if he comes out here, not even knowing that he was back from our vantage point over here, uh -huh. that he was in street clothes. Yeah. And so I know that hurts everybody, uh -huh. but it, it's about responding. Yeah. And, and I think we did that. Mm -hmm. I wanted, I hated the drive where we came all the way down and then had that the yeah. bad snap there. Yeah. But I, I think there's an opportunity here for us to fight and battle and learn more about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, which I, I do have to give a shout-out to my boy, Parker Shirley. That, that's that's my favorite guy on the team. I believe he's taken Harrison's spot at one of the right. linebacker positions. He's made some good plays out there. He made is. Made some big plays out there. I like that. He's um, rolling. I like yeah, seeing him yeah, on the field. Yeah, I, uh, I like seeing what I said last week, Connor Rawson running it a little you bit said more. It. You did. I know he's got the back injury, so, you know, he's got to be careful not take any big shots, but – He's fast. I, yeah. I like seeing him out in space. He's got those long strides, you know. So, yeah, I want to see some more of that too. I got a text from my wife, Hunter, and she said, 
he never runs the ball this much. And of course, she's thinking about his back, you know, yeah. watching him mm -hmm. as a mama figure. And I said, yeah, I said he never does. But as Clayton mentioned earlier, you take what the defense gives you uh -huh. on those things. I want to talk for a second again, not that this is a commercial, but I want to talk again about your willingness to do this. Community yeah. means a lot to you. And this is a huge community event. Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about community and your business. Yeah, and you know, like CA was just instrumental in my life, like really made me into the man I was. And so many people supported me coming up and people I still see today that I don't even know that well who are like, hey, I remember watching you back in the day. And I'm like, thank you. Um, but yeah, the way that like relates to business wise, I think I talked last week about how big of a company State Farm is yeah. and how long we've been around. Um, but with that, you know, we've got my local office here and it's just me and four other people. We live here in Columbia. We go to the same grocery store as everybody else. We get, our kids go to the same schools as everybody else. And so, yeah, even though it's such a big company, the support from our community is, you know, is our entire business and taking care of our community. Um, so yeah, that, that's super important to us. That's a conversation you and I had this week over mm -hmm. lunch, just talking about the feel of it and how powerful mm -hmm. community is. And so I think it's important when you look at this team that's coming back on the field, they represent the community yeah. in so many different ways as mm -hmm. high school athletics does. Yeah. And then you look at the leaders, you look at the leadership, the people as they coach and as they move. And as you coach and as you move your team, mm -hmm. it's something to behold for me. Because like I said, I watched you on the court. Um, I think I got here and you were done with your football days. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I remember watching you on the court a lot and getting to see that how I always say, that people that are engaged in athletics run great teams and businesses mm -hmm. later. And so yeah. I think that's a really cool blessing for our community. Yeah. So I want to let everybody know again that we're joined by Hunter Carey from State Farm. And with a minute 40 left, <laughs> it's time for your weekly oh, man. Hunter Carey prediction. I'll, I'll have to what, do a lot better. Happen? Well, let me ask you. So what's what's your prediction first? And let me, let me go off that kind of. You ready? Yeah. 35-21. Us? Us. Okay. 35, <laughs> 35, 21. Monte's fixing to explode. Okay. Okay. I'll give them one more tutty on their side. Uh, 35. That is a lot of points. It's staffed. a ton of, that I'm is a points, a lot of points guy, baby. I like it. I, I like rolled it. the <laughs> dice, baby. Okay. Let's go. All right. You said 35, 21? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can match it. I'll tell you what. Last week I said you're my guy. Yeah. I'm going to back you up on okay. it. Okay. 35, 21. Dogs roll. Monte. How many, what, what 300 yards? Yeah. Yeah. I, th I like that. He, bro he broke a school record I'll tell, I'll tell yeah. you, another thing I've been seeing, some single coverage on CJ. Yes. Can we spread the field a little bit, throw a deep ball? Connor, I mean, beautiful arm. That ball just zips out. Let's try to hit a deep ball, you know. One-on-one, hey. -on -one, let athletes be athletes. And I don't care. See how, see how it goes. I don't care how we get to the 35. <laughs> Let's go. All right, that sounds good. Thanks for joining us tonight, buddy. Appreciate, Appreciate you being here. Again, folks, that's uh. That's Hunter Carey State Farm. We are thankful that we can have this broadcast tonight. We are excited to have this. We think tonight with a 14-7 contest that, of course, the best is yet to come. Clayton? It is, Taft. And uh, as Middle Tennessee Christian takes the field, coming out of the locker room here in the second half, they're going to put a couple of minutes back on the clock. And with that, we'll take a quick commercial break and be back for second half action here at the Division II Class A semifinals where Middle Tennessee Christian currently leads Columbia Academy 14-7. We'll be back right after this.
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field as we're about to begin second half action here in the Division II Class A semifinals between Columbia Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian. Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers and the Cougars lead the Bulldogs 14-7. Some scores of interest at the half. It's Friendship Christian leading Nashville Christian 21-14. The winner moves on to the Division II Class A State Championship in Chattanooga to play the winner of this game and some other scores of interest from around the area. Currently, it is Centennial 7, Page 7. At the end of the third quarter, Giles County leads Meigs County 28-14. So Taft, Middle Tennessee Christian comes out here to tee it off. Columbia Academy will receive the second half kickoff. And uh, Bulldogs looking to adjust after only scoring seven points here in the first half. I'm going to tell you this, Clayton. I'm just going to shoot my shot. Anybody who's here on campus, there's a donut truck down there from Donut NV. Hey, go grab a donut. Bring it up here to the press box. You'll be our best friend, and we'll let you jump on the mic, baby. Shoot your shot, Clayton. Get the donut, baby. Teeing it off. (laughs) Teeing it up, rather, is number four, Jarek Reynolds. He'll be kicking right to left on your radio dial towards the development area as it's an end-over-end kick fielded by Duro at the 10. 
Here's CJ across the 20, the 25, cuts up the middle of the field across the 30, across the 35, and finally knocked down at around the 36-yard line by number 11, Brooks Jones. You've got a plan. Now we're going to execute. I mean, let, let's go. Keep some momentum. I want to see us in a hurry but not scared. And when I say in a hurry, what I mean is stepping on the field with purpose. Columbia Academy will be moving left to right on your radio dial towards the scoreboard, towards the baseball field. I just want to talk for everybody at home. We love it when you say left to right on your radio dial. You are so good at this. Two receivers to the left. Appreciate that. One to the right. Pistol formation. Handoff ball. One up go, the middle. Go, He's got go. room across midfield down to the Jackson Christian, excuse me, the middle Tennessee Christian 39-yard <laughs> line because I was having glimpses of last week as uh, Monte hit the hole hard and is a quick first and ten for the Bulldogs in Cougar territory. You just said Jackson Christian. Don't speak of the dead. I heard Don't, Cowbell. They're, they're done, uh, baby. Too much Cowbell. Hand off to Baldwin, and he's going to lose yardage back deep in the backfield, back in the CA Bulldog territory at the 48-yard line as he went to the right side of the line with nowhere to go. Tackle made by number 50, Harris Haynes, and a group of Cougars. It'll be second down and 12 for CA at their own 48-yard line. Monte clapped and gave a thumbs up to the Cougar defense. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Handoff Baldwin again, and he's going to get stuffed, and a face mask penalty is going to get called against the Cougars. And we'll see if it's a 5 or a 15-yarder as the penalty flag came in at around the Middle Tennessee Christian 49-yard line. Just like a Columbia Academy banquet. You can't put your hands there. You can't do that, Clayton. Can't happen. Unbelievable. Five-yard five yard penalty, <laughs> and that's going to bring up a second down. They'll replay second down and much more manageable for the Bulldogs. It'll be second down and five as we're in the opening minute of the second half. Columbia Academy gets the football here with the opportunity to go down and tie the game. They're in the pistol formation with Baldwin behind Rawson. Connor's going to hand it off to the right side, and Baldwin's going nowhere. And it's again number 50, Harris Haynes. He'll drop Baldwin for a big loss, loss of about three on the play, and it'll bring up a third down and about eight for Columbia Academy. We said come out with a plan of execution, which, all right, ready, which we have, yep. and in which they have. Okay, they said, hey, now, now we're going to gobble that up. Now we're going to eat it up. What are you going to do? What are you going to flip if you're a Columbia Academy? They're going to send Baldwin out wide to the left with two other receivers. So three receivers to the left, one to the right. Here's Rawson in the gun. He drops, he looks, he throws. There should be a flag, and there it comes as Baldwin was corralled by number 11, Brooks Jones, and I think – the Middle Tennessee Christian folks are saying that the pass was uncatchable. It may have been, but he was still held, and Baldwin is going to get the pass interference call against the Cougars. I understand the argument that it was uncatchable. However, you can't reach in, grab his wallet, punch him in the mouth while he's trying to attempt to catch an uncatchable football. So they tried to run a post route with Baldwin. He was lined up inside the trip set to the left, and Brooks Jones, the senior linebacker, just – was all over Baldwin, and after the penalty, it'll be a first and 10 for the Bulldogs at the Cougar 30-yard line. The flags are out. We're also getting some verbal angry Gentiles. Like, we're ready to go. Bunch set to the right with Zane Nash now in at tailback behind Rawson in the pistol. 
Here's Ralston. He's going to hand it on bang, bang. to Love. Go Love's going to get it. He's inside the 25, and he'll spin down to the 24-yard line. A little shovel pass, a little misdirection shovel pass as Knox went towards the Columbia Academy sideline. He was tackled by number 13, Owen White, and number two, Briggs Boyd. So that'll bring up a second down and five after a gain of five by Love. Here's the handoff, Nash. Nash has the first down or is near the first down marker. He's going to get to the 20, and he should have it maybe just a half a yard short. Let's see where they spot it. They're going to say he's a half a yard short. It's going to be a third and one. That shuffle pass to Love is something they would normally do for Brownlee. And so I love the fact that that was part of our identity there. They'll line up at the bunch set again. They're going to hand it off to Monte. He'll go up Good. the middle. Hey, he like has it. the first down. Jones will stop him at around the 15-yard line. That'll be a gain of six on the play. And Columbia Academy will have it first and ten deep in Cougar territory. 14-7, Middle Tennessee Christian with the lead with nine and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter. I appreciate the Middle Tennessee Christian fans saying, just get in there and tackle him. Here's Rawson, hands it off up the middle to Baldwin, and Baldwin's going to run into a line of Cougars as number seven, Seth Harris, along with number 72, that's the big man, Jesse Perry, the 6'7", 285 senior commit to University of Tennessee in on the stop. I like everything so far. We're nine minutes in. I like, excuse me, nine minutes to go. I like everything about the offense and the defense on both teams so far. And now we got a stoppage of play. As it looks CL. like number 76. That's going to be – is it 76 or 75? 70, it's 76. It's Joshua Byers, the, the right tackle senior, is down on the knee. And they're going to stop the clock with 8.59 to go here in the third quarter. And we will take a timeout as well. Middle Tennessee Christian leads Columbia Academy 14 to 7. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field as number 76, Joshua Byers, will hobble off towards the Columbia Academy sideline. He appears to be okay, but has a limp on that left foot. They're going to check him out, and we'll see if he gets back in. And moving to right tackle now will be number 75, Caden Johnson. He was at left guard. He's now at right tackle. It's going to be second and 10 Bulldogs. At the Cougar 15, a toss to the left to Baldwin. Baldwin tries to hit the edge. He will. Yes. He gets inside the 10, down to around the 7, maybe the 6-yard line. That will be a gain of about 8 or 9 yards, and that will bring up a third down and 1. I respect the play calling there heading to that side, especially with our personnel change. 8-28 and counting. Columbia Academy's threatening, trying to get back in this ball game. They trail 14 to seven. It's gonna be third and one at the seven. Here's Rawson, hands it off Baldwin, and he's going oh, nowhere. Boy, he, dude, he was snuffed out on that one. It was number 11, 
Brooks Jones with the stop. Just nowhere for Monte to go, and that's going to bring up a fourth down and three after a loss of two on the play. And the Bulldogs are going to be – they're going to keep their offense on the field, and they're going to go for it. You've got to. We saw them in this position in the first half late. They weren't able to convert. Let's see if they can convert now. we got two receivers to the left, two to the right, and up back. Rawson is by himself in the backfield. Here's the snap to Rawson. He's going to keep it himself. No, a jump pass. Wide down. Boom. I love it. Columbia Academy's Cade Jackson. They did a little jump pass as Rawson ran towards the line, pulled the emergency brake, and threw it right into the middle of the end zone for the Bulldog touchdown. And, folks, we got a ball game. Columbia Academy, one point away from tying this up with 7.35 to go here in the third quarter. You know we got to do it to him. I hear the horns going, but all I really hear is Tebow, Tebow. I love it. So Isaac Smith will come on to attempt the extra point to tie the game. And now we have whistles before the snap. A penalty flag is on the field. It's going to be an offsides against Middle Tennessee Christian. That might move it up a half a yard or a yard to the one. (laughs) But not enough to change any decisions. No. So Smith will stay on to attempt the extra point. The hold for Mac Jackson, the junior. Snap, low. And it's a fake, and they're not going to get it. And now whistles. That's it. No good. They tried the shovel pass as it looked like Hickerson, the up back, went towards the right. He was lined up on the left side of the line. He took off to the right. The holder threw a pass to him, and that was it. He didn't get in. He was stopped by a host of Cougars. And uh, that's going to make it a 14-13 Middle Tennessee Christian lead. You saw a lot of the linemen after that play looking at each other with their hands up. Well, they blew the whistle early. Right, right. I'm about to say, I don't think you can make that pass in high school from your knee. I think you have to right. be up off the ground. And so they blew it dead immediately as Jacks caught the ball. And that's unfortunate. And that's going to leave us at a 14-13 ball game with Middle Tennessee Christian leading by one with 7.35 to go here in the third quarter. Man, that, that. You look at that, and you look at that O-line. You look at it, and, oh, that, that's a toughie for, every, for everybody involved. You've got a lot of people right now collectively saying, saying why, why on, on a lot of things, but, but also, too, when it, when it doesn't work, you say why, there's frustration with it. But you look at the kicker, you look at the situation. As big as Connor Rawson is, I know they don't get under center a lot. Right. You get the ball at the one-yard line. You either go Baldwin or you go quarterback sneak. Right, right. Zero, zero disagreeing there. So, Man. so Isaac Smith will kick off for the Bulldogs from left to right on your radio dial from the 40. Here's the kick, and it's going to be again caught on the front line. Unbelievably caught by number 13, Owen White, and that's going to give Middle Tennessee Christian the football at the 48-yard line. So you've got a chance right here for – defensive stops right here if they can move around after shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, good night. Come on, keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. So here come the Cougars. 
for their second possession of the second half. They'll have it near midfield at the 48. You'll have Owen White in the backfield at a wing back. And in the backfield will be number 22, Eli Wilson. He'll keep Come it on. himself across midfield, breaks a tackle, gets down to the Bulldog 46, 47 yard line. And that'll be a gain of about five on the play. And they'll bring up second down. Second and six. Defense bent a little bit right there. Oh, second, second five. Uh, defense bent a little bit right there. And you've got an opportunity here to, to penetrate and stop again like you did the drive before half. Come so, on. so you're not going to see Yates, Jaron in at quarterback right now. You see him come in and out a lot. It's going to be number 22, Eli Wilson, the tailback. Now they're going to shift to an unbalanced okay. line to the left. Seen it before. In the gun is Wilson. Wilson's going to get it, runs to the Stay left home. side. He's got room inside the 40, inside the 35, and finally tackled at the 34 by number eight, Mac Jackson, and that'll be a first and 10 for the Cougars. What a strong run. He's man. tough. I, I, I just got a message in right now from, from the other side of the Tennessee River that said, crazy play calling by the dogs. Is that the professor? Yeah, that's the professor coming through saying, crazy play calling by the dogs. And crazy, when people say something is crazy, it's the idea of how you digest it, what you look at, and, and you Hindsight's need some stuff to make sense. Of course it is. Here's Jaron, who's gonna check back in the game at quarterback as Wilson comes out for a breather. Here's the snap, counter to the right side, the number two, Boyd. Boyd's got the outside, he's inside the 20. He's gonna be driven out of bounds at around the 19-yard line and stopped on the play by number eight, Mac Jackson along with Parker Shirley, and that's another first and 10 for the Cougars as they get inside the Columbia Academy red zone. We need the, the right stop at the right time, and that's right now, man. They're going to say he actually stepped out at the 21, so they're going to be just outside with 6.05 to go here in the third quarter. Middle Tennessee Christian leads Columbia Academy 14-13. Cougars break the huddle. Now they're going to shift again to an unbalanced formation to the left. Here's a snap to Jaron. Jaron up the middle, weaves his way down inside the 20 to around the 18-yard line. That'll be a gain of three. And that'll bring up second down. You're seeing, too, confidence, still instill confidence on the Middle Tennessee Christian side. Uh, after our score, after the missed conversion, and, and what you're seeing here on and off the field is confidence and, and not breaking. Cougars go up to the line in the wing formation in the shotgun. Now they're going to shift again to an unbalanced line to the left going to be Wilson in the gun. He's going to get it. He's going to take it to the left side. Tries to get it around the end. He breaks the tackle. He makes a man miss inside the 10, down to around the 7, and that'll be a first down as Zane Nash is there for the stop for the Bulldogs, along with Mac Jackson. He can go. The ball in 22's hands is electric. There's got to be – I know I say this a lot. This is my go-to when I talk about defense, but there's got to be a jarring hit. We've got to get that ball loose because he's going to go forward. So it's going to be first and goal for Middle Tennessee Christian at the Columbia Academy 7. They lead by one with five minutes to go here in the third quarter. They'll break the huddle, and Jaron is back in at quarterback for the Cougars. Here's the snap up to the up back. 
to Jaron, and he is going to walk into the end zone for a Cougar touchdown. That was so well executed. It, it was well executed. I mean, that, the man, the ball touched his hands, and you don't see this a lot in that position. He knew he was going to score. Brooks Jones, the linebacker, was in there in the backfield next to Jaron, and Jones led the way right up the middle, and Jaron followed him into the end zone for a seven-yard touchdown, and the Cougars take a 20-13 lead as number four, Jarek Reynolds, is in for the, to attempt the extra point. And here's where you start to think a lot about points. Here is the snap, the set, the kick is on the way. It is up, and it is good. So with 4.46 to go here in the third quarter, the Cougars extend their lead to eight. They lead Columbia Academy 21 to 13. We'll take a quick timeout and be back right after this. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. And welcome back to J.J. Savage Field for Front Porch Sports Radio Network's coverage of the Division II Class A Semifinals between Columbia Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian. Middle Tennessee Christian gets the football and goes 52 yards and scores with 4.46 to go here in the third quarter. And they extend their lead to 21-13 over Columbia Academy. Clayton Harris alongside Taft Ayers bringing you the coverage as number four, Jarek Reynolds, will kick off right to left on your radio dial for the Cougars. Back deep for the Bulldogs is Monte Baldwin and C.J. Duro. Here's the end-over-end kick that Baldwin will field at the three. Here's Monte up the middle of the field across the 20, across the 25, and across the 30, and finally knocked down at the 34-yard line. And that's where Columbia will start. Columbia Academy will start their drive here late in the third quarter. That was a tough drive man, on that last one, Taff. Man, you're, you're at 21-13. Now, my halftime prediction, 35-21. So you got you you, you got to go for two here and then roll it up. Don't take me to Vegas. I'm in Columbia, but I said 35-21. We'll see what happens. Here come the Bulldogs, and they are going to come out in the pistol formation with Baldwin behind Rawson with two receivers to the left, one to the right, and up back in front of. Rawson behind the right tackle. Here's a handoff to Monte. Monte makes a man miss. Gets Go. across 35 Go. to the 40. Go. To about the 44-yard line, and that's enough. And a gain of 10 for a first down Bulldogs. T tenacious. I mean, good. that's what you got to be. It's a good patient run. It is. It is. <laughs> I just, we just received a uh, an image here of somebody who shot themselves in the foot. Come on. Bulldogs with two receivers to the left, one to the right, ball on the left hash, a quick screen out to Love. Love catches it, gets across the 45, knocked out of bounds at around the 46, 47-yard line. Not a big gain there as he threw it to the short side of the field. Now to bring up a second and long for the Bulldogs. Yeah, we got second and eight, right? Second and yep. eight. Same formation again. Pistol formation, handoff ball on right side. He's going to get hit and driven backwards by number seven, Seth Harris. 
Monte gets about a yard on the play and it'll bring up a third and seven. Four minutes and counting to go in the third quarter. Middle Tennessee Christian leads Columbia Academy 21 to 13. Oh, they're calling it out. Watch the screen. Watch the screen. Yeah. One of them in space. So you're going to have two receivers to the right now. That's going to be Jackson and Love. You're going to have Baldwin lined up wide to the left with Dura. The up man behind the line is Kate Jackson. Rawson in the shotgun by himself. Here's Connor. Gets the ball, looks, steps up in the pocket, and he's going to be taken. No, he's going to keep his feet. He's going to stay up. He's back at the 35, rolling to his right, throws it out, and complete. That's a completion. He caught it. He caught it. A great catch by Knox Love and a great job by Connor Rawson to avoid the sack. He went all the way back behind his own 35-yard line and hit Knox running left to right. And Knox Love makes a great catch in front of the Middle Tennessee Christian bench and a first and 10 for the Bulldogs. They'll hurry it up now and hand it off to Baldwin. Ah. And Monte's going to slip and lose a yard as number 11, Brooks Jones, was there for the stop. But Columbia Academy with the first down, now a second down at the Middle Tennessee Christian 44-yard line. Is that the same spot where they're going to fill? Same area of the field? That's or? about, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Good night. We've seen some footing issues a couple of times with Monte tonight. So it's going to be second down and 11. Here's Rawson. He's going to hand it to Nash. Nash runs outside Go left Zach. tackle. He has room inside the 40. Down and knocked out of bounds at around the 30, let's see. He's going to get to the 35-yard line, so a gain of nine on the play, and it'll be third down and two for Columbia Academy. They're going to hurry it up again with a bunch set to, bunch like set to the right. In the pistol formation is Rawson. Handoff again, same play to Nash. Nash has the first down, makes a couple of men miss, and is going to get to the 30-yard line, and that'll be a first and 10 for the Bulldogs and two really big runs there for the freshman Zane Nash. Those were good runs by him from timing, from awareness and patience. He's growing up quick out here. Same bunt set to the right near the line. One receiver to the left. Now a toss out to Baldwin right side. Baldwin hits the edge and is going to get stopped at around the 27-yard line. And was the ball out? No, he was down. A great play out there on the edge by number 22, Eli Wilson. Not only does he play offense, he plays defense. He's everywhere, man. 22 is swarming. There was a lot of jostling there with him and Monte after the play. Second and seven for the Bulldogs. Handoff again, Baldwin left side. Breaks a couple of tackles, gets inside the 25, down to the 24. That'll be a gain of about three, and that'll bring up third down and about four. I like that run there. I also like the way Rawson attempted to sell. Oh, I, I, I like that. I thought we were going to get more than that. But third and four, we're set up. Four down territory for the Bulldogs. Now the, the pitch to the other way to Love, and he's going to get maybe a yard or two, and that's going to bring up a fourth down and uh, two for Columbia Academy Okay, at the Middle Tennessee Christian 21-yard line. He got a couple, and that plays there. Where, where are you getting your two yards right now? Clock, <laughs> clock runs with 110 and counting. Big play. What an atmosphere. Columbia Academy trails by eight. Here's Rawson, empty. He's going to take it himself up the middle, and I think he's got the first down, and he does. Way to fight for it. Falling forward like a tree that was just cut down, bro. Wow. 
You, did you see uh, – Connor Rawson wanted those two yards. And that's – how tall was he? That's what you need from six a – three, from, maybe. Yeah, it's from a quarterback. Six three or four. Yeah, a quarterback with size like that. I'm going to go ahead and tell the scouts, for a six seven quarterback yeah. right there, you just fumble forward. <laughs> so, Connor Rawson with a big run there on fourth and two. It's going to be first and ten with under a minute to go here in the third. Here's the handoff, Monte Baldwin. Up the middle is Monte. Big man miss. Gets inside the 15, down right, to the 10, right. and going to be tackled at around the nine-yard line. That will be a gain of nine. And it'll bring up second down and one. We've got on. 30 seconds and counting to go here in the third quarter. The clock is rolling. Middle Tennessee Christian leads 21-13. Here's Connor Rawson, hands it off again to Monte, and he's ah. going to slip and fall again, trying to go out to the left edge. And, it, again, it was Brooks, number 11, with the stop – or, I'm sorry, Brooks Jones with the stop for the Cougars. And it's going to be third and three, and I think that's going to be the final play of the third quarter. Oh, boy, this middle of the field is grabbing us. And it is. It'll be the final play of the third quarter. We head to the fourth. Middle Tennessee Christian 21, Columbia Academy 13, but the Bulldogs are threatening here late. We'll be back for fourth quarter action right after this. You're listening to the Class A Division II State Semifinals on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. For a physician, choosing a health care provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. And welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field as we are about to begin the fourth quarter of the Division II Class A semifinals between Columbia Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian. Middle Tennessee Christian with a 21-13 lead, but Columbia Academy has the ball at the Cougar 11-yard line. It's going to be third down and three as we begin the fourth quarter. At the Cougar 11, third and three, you're down eight. You know you got 12 minutes, and you also know in a game like this against a team like this, Clayton, we're sitting at 840, right? 840 heading into the fourth quarter. You look at where we were last week with this. People have been in bed for a long time heading into the fourth last week. I think I got home around 1045 last week. Man. So here come the Bulldogs. They're going to be going right to left on your radio dial. We're in the old press box heading away from the baseball field and the old gym. Pistol formation with Baldwin behind Ross. Now under center is Jackson, the up back. Tried to draw the Cougar defense off sides, doesn't do it. Now Rawson's going to get a play from the sideline. And now the ball snapped, and a timeout is oh. taken by Columbia Academy. Or was it Middle Tennessee Christian? Let's see. That's either way a big break for Columbia Academy as Rawson was not looking for the football as it was snapped 15 yards in the backfield. And it's going to be a timeout Columbia Academy. And my goodness. That was a uh, very fortunate timeout. And everybody was frozen. I mean, everybody when you saw it. My goodness did they gracious. take the time? Did they take the timeout because uh, how they were lined up? They tried drawing them off sides, and ah, it never happened. Yeah, Kate yeah, yeah. Jackson, the up man, went under center. Right, couldn't get him to jump. 
Lawson looked to the sideline and the timeout was taken. And when that ball went in between him and Monte, I thought, I mean, this is the stuff you see on blooper reels where a game changes and turns. Well, this has been a very entertaining game. Yeah, it has for sure. And it's been a game that you literally, you have to keep up with. You from, do. From, from pace, everything. Mm. So the Bulldogs will come back out on the field after the timeout. We haven't even had a play yet to start the fourth quarter. It's going to be third down and three for Columbia Academy. Handoff up the middle of the ball one, and he did not get it. A all-out blitz by the Cougars. And again, number 11, Brooks Jones in on the tackle. And that's going to bring up a fourth down and two at the 10. He's something. I mean, the way he gets through. And then the celebration afterwards. I mean, it's, it's caveman-like. Bulldogs are going for it. Big play. Pistol formation. Baldwin behind the quarterback. Rawson in the gun. Here's the handoff. Baldwin, he is going to get it. Yeah. Broke yeah. through the line. Initially stopped, but got the first down, and it's going to be first and goal for the Bulldogs at around the six-yard line. As a running back, there's times to patiently wait, Ooh. and then there's times to hit it hard. And if he hadn't hit that hard, dude, he, he's dropped right there, man. Aggressive feet right there for Monte. Clock runs with 11 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. It's going to be pistol formation and a toss out to the left side of the ball. When he hits the edge, go. and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. But we're going to have multiple flags come in in the area of holding as number 75, Caden Johnson, was out in that area. We'll see what the call is, and it is going to be a hold against the Bulldogs. And everybody here saw it. And that'll back him up. And what was going to be a first and goal from the sevens, now going to be a first and goal from around the, let's see where they spot the ball. They're going to put it at the 17-yard line. So it's going to be first and goal, Columbia Academy on the left hash from the 17. Bulldogs looking to get back in the game. They're down by eight. They trailed 21 to 13 to Middle Tennessee Christian. Awaiting. You're going to have Duro line up wide to the left. Jackson and Love and Cade Jackson in a bunch set to the right. They'll send Knox Love in motion to the left in the pistol formation. Handoff ball went to the left side. Bounces nowhere to go. Makes a man miss. Oh, Breaks a tackle. He will get down to the one-yard line on an incredible run right up the middle off the right side by Monte Baldwin. And it's going to be second and goal for the Bulldogs at the one. He made that boy look silly. They're going to pick up the pace. They're in the pistol formation again. Hand, now they're going to snap it to the up back. Kade Johnson, does he get in? No. He's got – the ball came out. The ball came out. The ball came out, and who has it? The, the refs don't know. His forward progress was stopped at the one. They stripped the ball, but who's going to have it? They don't know. I mean, you had refs staring at each other. I'm not even being mean. You had them staring at each other with no, with no decision. They're going to talk about it as they meet. As the clock stops with 10.05, they're going to meet, and they're going to say third down. Oh. Third oh. down. Get ready. 
for a disruption. So Kay Jackson took the ball as the up back under center in the little trickeration play. He was stopped, and it's going to be third and goal from the one. Pistol formation, Baldwin behind Rawson. In the shotgun, he'll snap it again and nowhere to go, but he's going to keep it. He faked it to Baldwin, and Connor Rawson will keep it, and he will score. Touchdown, Bulldogs. What a play because that that run right there was dead. It was blown up and met. So to pull and to go was smart. They sold out. On yeah. Monte, they sold out on Monte. I even thought Monte had the ball. Connor pulled it and kept it, and scores going around the left end, and Columbia Academy cuts the lead to 21-19, and now the Bulldogs will go for two with 9.58 to go in the game and try to tie this up. Coach James Dickinson from the championship Whitthorn team up here tonight with us called that play, called it. So here we go, the big play to tie the game, the two-point conversion. And now Rawson's going to holler, look around. They're probably going to snap it here, and they do to Baldwin. It's a reverse to Knox Love. He's going to throw it, and it is caught. Knox Love with the touchdown pass to Connor Rawson, baby. Was that Rawson? Yes. It was Mac Jackson. Mac Jackson with the catch in the back corner of the end zone. It was a reverse pass by Knox Love to Mac Jackson. And we are tied at 21 apiece. That's what happens when I try to do your job, baby. That was exciting, man. Wow. For him to drop back, to do that, to throw it, it's 21-21, baby. Tied up and ready to go. Wow. We will stay here as we have a new game. It is the Columbia Academy Bulldogs 21, the Middle Tennessee Christian Cougars 21. And Taff, I think... Might be this might be a good time to thank tonight's sponsors. Man, we are thankful that people brought us this game tonight. A beautiful night tonight. We are thankful for Craig Hutchison, Hutchison's Tree Service. We are thankful for Tommy Height Jr. with Shelter Insurance. We are thankful for our friends at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. We appreciate Scott Sapicki, who I know is having the time of his life tonight for sponsoring this. And we're also thankful for our two co-title sponsors, Jonathan Hickerson and my man, Hunter Carey. What a special evening. Here's Isaac Smith to kick off for the Bulldogs. A little high pooch kick to the right side that'll be fielded and bobbled and knocked out of bounds at around the 37-yard line is number 15, Yates Jaron, the quarterback. And uh, that's where the Cougars will take over first and 10 with 9.58 to go in the ballgame. Wow. The winner, the winner of this game will go to the Division II Class A State Championship game in Chattanooga in a couple of weeks. Clayton, I may need a uh, place to sleep tonight. My wife just texted me for getting that call wrong. <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> oh, I'm fine as though I can come to your house? Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Clayton. I appreciate that. So here come the Cougars. Middle Tennessee Christian with the ball at the 34-yard line, first and 10. Okay. They'll shift to the unbalanced line. It's going to be Wilson in the backfield. He'll get it, run up the middle, make a man miss, and oh boy, here's Wilson, and he is gone. Goodbye. 66 yards, and Eli Wilson gives Middle Tennessee Christian the lead. 27-21. That took all of seven seconds. And just like that, the Cougars regain the lead. And that's how fast you want to go. I mean, to score that quick, 
22 is fast. 22 is special the way that kid gets to the pay dirt. We got a game, man. Hey, forget my prediction. We got a game now. And now there's a late man running onto the field for the Cougars. That's Seth Harris for the extra point. Still plenty of time with 14 seconds on the play clock. It'll be Jarrett Reynolds in for the extra point. Here's the snap, it's low, the set, the kick is on the way, it is up and it is good. With 9.46 to go in the ball game, Middle Tennessee Christian comes right back. They take the lead over Columbia Academy, 28-21. We'll take a quick commercial break and be back right after this. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. And welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field, what has been an unbelievable football game here in the Division II Class A semifinals as Columbia Academy came back and tied the game at 21 apiece. And literally a play later, after the kickoff, number 22, Eli Wilson, takes it to the house. Eli Wilson has 208 yards and two touchdowns tonight for the Cougars, and Columbia Academy will get the football here try to get back and tie this game up. Taft, it's just been incredible. It's been incredible. He's the definition of an exciting player. I mean, you talk about a weapon, 22. Along with Monte Baldwin, Wilson is also a Mr. Football finalist. Wow. As the kickoff by Reynolds is an end-over-end kick fielded by Duro at the 11. Here's CJ across the 20, cuts to the right side toward the CA sideline, up the middle of the field, across the 30, and knocked down at the 33, and that's where CA will have it first and 10. Let me say something about this game. We looked in, in the pregame, and we were watching Middle Tennessee Christian. We were looking at their numbers. We were looking at their players. They they grow in size and stature when they come out here and play. They play big. They do. They play hard. Both teams have played hard. Both teams average 39 points a game coming into this one, and we're at 28-21 with the Middle Tennessee Christian League. Here's Columbia Academy handoff. Monte Baldwin left side, spin move and nowhere to go as he's going to be tackled for a minimal gain by number 13. That's Owen White and number 44, Jackson Highfield. That'll be a gain of about one yard on the play. It'll bring up second down and nine. Man, he was greeted hard on that run. Yes, he hard. was. This is a critical drive, critical drive here with the, with the way that MTCS clicked on that last drive. I mean, I mean I'm talking crucial. This is Columbia Academy's second semifinals in school history, trying to get to their first ever state championship game. Empty set now for Rawson. He'll get it. He's being pressured. Rolls back to his right. He's inside his own 20. Now throws it down the right sideline, out of bounds, and incomplete with nowhere to go. He's, he's got such an arm, and I thought something was going to break free across the middle. I thought. So a lot of pressure there on the blitz by the Cougars, and that's going to bring up a third long, a third down and nine at the Columbia Academy 34-yard line. You're going to have C.J. Duro lined up wide to the left. 
You're going to have Mac Jackson lined up wide to the right. Now he'll be joined by number 11, Kay Jackson, and also number 21, Knox Love. Don't forget what works. Don't, don't forget what's been happening, but also you're facing a third and nine. Monte Baldwin behind Rawson in the pistol. Four on the play clock. Here's the snap. Here's Rawson, looks, being pressured, takes off. He's got out across the 35 to the 40, to the 45 across midfield. And Connor is going to step out of bounds at the Middle Tennessee Christian 47-yard line, and that'll be a first and 10 for the Bulldogs. And you don't have a world of that on film. There's not a world of that on film this year. So for him to get it and to go, that's impressive. What are his stats as far as rushing? How many times? That's two receivers to the right, one to the left. Now a handoff to Monte, and he's going to lose yardage and be tackled in the backfield by number 50. That's going to be Harris Haynes, and he'll lose about three and a half yards, and that'll put the ball back in the Bulldog territory at the 49. 8.25 and counting to go here in the ball game. Middle Tennessee Christian leads 28-21. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. An up back and Baldwin behind Rawson. Hand off Noah, play action, and here's Rawson, and he is going to be sacked for a big loss. A loss back to the 30-yard line, nearly 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. They're going to give him forward progress at the 34, maybe the 33, but it's going to be a third down and forever. It's going to be third down and... 20, no, it's going to be 31. Third down and 31 for wow. the Bulldogs. They're going to have to get the ball to the Middle Tennessee Christian 37-yard line. Are we are we going, CJ, here? It's going to be an empty backfield. Monte Baldwin's lined up in the slot to the right. Two-by-two two set. Here's Rawson in the gun. Throws it across the middle, intercepted. It's intercepted, and going down on a knee is number 44, Jackson Highfield. And that will turn the ball over and give Middle Tennessee Christian great field position at the Columbia Academy 46-yard line. Not a doomsday guy, not a what-if guy, but, man, Harrison Brownlee. Dude, I'm just – I'm missing him. We're missing him. I don't – man, that was a tough ball, dude. Who was close? I didn't see anybody in the area. That's – I'm not sure. Yeah. May have been a, mis, a, a, a miscommunication most, of some sort. Most likely. So Middle Tennessee Christian will have it at the Columbia Academy 46, first and 10 with seven minutes and 20 seconds left in the ball game. It's the quarterback, Jaron, in the gun. He's going to keep it himself right up the middle, keeps the pal moving. He'll gain about three on the play down to the Bulldog 42-yard line as we got a Bulldog down. That's going to be number 71, Daniel Sapicki, but he'll get back up and the clock will continue to run. Second down and seven from the Bulldog 43. Be a really nice time for a fumble. Columbia Academy with two timeouts. Jack Middle Tennessee Christian with three. Ten seconds on the play clock. They'll break the huddle. They're in the wing formation, moving left to right on the radio dial. Now they'll shift to an unbalanced line. Two seconds. Now the snap. Here's the end around number two. That is Boyd. Boyd makes a man miss, gets inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. That'll be a gain of four on the play, and that'll bring up third down and four with the clock running. And now we have another player down for Columbia Academy. 
That's Zane Nash. He's great. He's gripping at his helmet. Yeah, helmet. in his left knee. That is not. That does not look good. He tapped. He just tapped his left knee. Joined by Dr. Casey Shirley, Coach Anderson. He's in a lot of pain. The freshman. We'll take a timeout here with 6.19 to go in the ball game. Columbia Academy trails Middle Tennessee Christian 28-21. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. And welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field as Zane Nash will walk off the field under his own power, which is a good sign. He has a little hobble. Got a Dallas King signing and a Nixon Love signing. So it's going to be a big third down and three. Ball at the 39-yard line for for Middle Tennessee Christian. It's going to be their tailback in the backfield, Wilson. Wilson's going to get a direct snap. He's going to get near the first down. It's going to be close. They're going to spot it at the 35, and I think he has it, and it will be a first and 10 for the Cougars. That's a good hard run. Met by Sapicki. Just got barely past it. 6.04 and counting. Columbia Academy needs a stop. They have two timeouts left. Middle Tennessee Christian with a seven-point lead. Clock gonna, is not your friend. It's man. not, and they're going to take their time. 15 on the play clock, and they haven't broken the huddle yet. Now they will with 10. They'll come up to the line with an unbalanced line to the left. Here's the snap to Wilson. He's going to hand it on the end around to number 20. That's how He's down inside the 20. He has another first down. He's down to the 17-yard line, and that'll be a first and 10 for the Cougars inside the Columbia Academy red zone. With five and a half to go, Middle Tennessee Christian, I mean, driving at will. You've got, you've got to have a defensive hero. Something, something, Somebody's got to knock yes, the ball loose. Yes, yes. Because a field goal, you just kind of feel that makes it a two-possession game and what little right. time we have left. And their kickers look good. He's, he's not bad. He's not bad. So they're going to shift again to that unbalanced line. It's going to be Wilson in the backfield. Wilson's going to take the direct snap. He'll hand it off around the right end. That's going to be number two, Boyd. Boyd is going to keep going, and he's going to be tackled at the one-yard line by Sapicki. And he may be hurt. He got rolled up on badly. Sapicki tackled him from behind, and he rolled his leg, and that does not look – oh, Ooh. he bounces up. He looks like he's going to be okay. But that, no, nah, he, he just got rolled up on. But regardless, it'll be a first and goal for the Cougars at the Columbia Academy one-yard line. A little discrepancy about the clock here. Yeah, he was tackled. I don't know if he was tackled inbounds or not. 
He was. So they're going to start the clock. They will. First and goal from the one, one four, or 450 and counting to go in the ball game. On the one-yard line, man. Middle Dang. Tennessee Christian knocking on the door. Watch Jones right here. They're going to take their time, let the play clock continue to roll, and they're going to get it. They're going to give it to Wilson up the middle, and he will score. And that is a touchdown, Cougars. Touchdown, Cougars. They extend their lead to 34-21 to over the Bulldogs with 4.29 to go in the ballgame. I really needed to be specific about my prediction, Clayton. 35-21 yeah. was, was – in, in favor of Columbia Academy at the, at the, at the time of prediction. I need, I need to throw that out there, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe chance soon if it's all your fault. <laughs> and maybe even coming from this box. Who knows? Come on. Come so, on. Jarek Reynolds in for the extra point for the Cougars. Trying to make it a 14-point game. The hold will be by Jaron. Here's the snap, the set, the kick on the way. It is up, and it is good. With 4.29 to go in the ball game, we have a new score. Middle Tennessee Christian Cougars 35, the Columbia Academy Bulldogs 21. We'll take a quick commercial break and be back right after this. As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. And welcome back to JJ Savage Field for the Division II Class A semifinals. We have four minutes and 29 seconds to go in the ball game, and Middle Tennessee Christian leads Columbia Academy 35 to 21. And Taft, the Bulldogs have got to score quickly. You've got to do it quickly. I mean, this is a position that the opponent was in last week. Uh, wound up, wound up making it a game. Columbia Academy still has two timeouts, but time is out of the essence. They got to score fast. We've seen them do it. We, yeah, do we have a downfield shot in us? I think so. Here's the kickoff by Reynolds. It's an end over end kick fielded by Duro at the 11. Here's CJ across the 25. He comes near side, out, needs a block to the 40, hits the sideline near midfield, and he'll be tackled at the 49 yard line with 4.20 to go here in the fourth quarter. So good field position for the Bulldogs. That was a nice run with an interesting ending. A very interesting ending. Wow. And we have a final. Page defeats Centennial 14-7. They advance to the semifinals. That sounds like a tight one, man. So the ball is going to be at midfield, where Columbia Academy will have it first and ten. They need two touchdowns to tie this game. You're going to have one receiver to the right, two to the left. Baldwin in the backfield behind Rawson in the pistol. Here's the handoff, Monte, with nowhere to go. And another loss. And again, it's number 50, Harris Haynes, on the tackle. And I mean nowhere to go. Columbia Academy is going to try to hurry it up. They're going to send Baldwin out wide to the right. Trips to the top side. Now Knox Love will move to the left. A two-by-two two set with an up man behind the right tackle. 
Rawson in the gun. We're under four minutes to go. Pierce Connor dropping, looking, rolling to his right now, wanting somebody to go. He's going to load up. He'll throw it deep. He has like a mound there. He's got I like it. it. And I like it's it. going to be Jackson. It's Jackson inside the five. First and goal, Bulldogs. The clock will stop with 341. Mac Jackson, a huge catch and a first and goal for the Bulldogs. Now the clock will start. The ball is on the four. What a time for a downfield shot. I mean, Dogs have got to score quickly. Here's Rawson in the pistol. Hands it off to Baldwin. Left side and again nowhere for Monte to go. And time's ticking. They lose two. And it's going to be second and goal from the six with 320 and counting. Crucial. Crucial right here, man. You got me. And Middle Tennessee Christian the second half has said, we're not going to let Monte Baldwin beat us running the football and now a man down that's Seth Harris number seven for the Cougars that's going to stop the clock with 310 to go here in the ball game you know if you're Columbia Academy you can score if you can score within before the three minute mark you don't necessarily have to kick the onside kick with two timeouts right. but with the way they've kicked off with that squib kick you might as well I Fully respect your brain, Clayton, when you when you talk about it. And here's the here's the situation: you start to look at clock management. You start to look at what you have left, and you've got to look at time. It, I'm, yeah. I'm giving him two plays right yes, here. Yes. The first play is this: if you don't score, here's the second yep, play. Yeah. Uh, that way you're up there. I mean, we've seen him go at high tempo, up tempo, really quick. Uh, and, and, you know, time's of the essence here. But a great play there to get him set up by Connor Rawson rolling to his right towards the Columbia Academy bench. You saw him pointing to Mac Jackson to, to go, to, to release yep. deep down the field. Yep. And Connor threw that ball on the run, on the money, and got a first and goal at the four-yard line. He knew he was going to cork it. And here's the thing. With, this, with the spy that's going on right here with Monte, you, you've got to have the pass. Got to. You got to. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Throw a quick little tunnel screen, something back towards. You know, they're, they're probably going to bring the pressure here. They're going to try to key on Monte. Let's see what happens. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Connor run the ball, and now the clock stops after the injury. 3-10 and counting. Second and goal from the seven. Handoff again to Baldwin. What are we doing? Nowhere to go. And the clock continues to run. It's going to be third and goal from the eight. 11 for them. That's Jones, right? My goodness, everywhere, everywhere. Third and goal from the eight. Here's Rawson. Again, the Baldwin. And nowhere to go. Oh, oh, my word. And the clock continues to run with two and a half minutes to go. They run it three straight times up the middle and keep losing yardage. Especially with how Middle Tennessee has come out to play. And, th and this is it. This is the ball game. This is the season. It's fourth and goal from the eight. And they're taking their time. No timeout. Clock runs. 2.15 and counting. Here's Rawson in the pistol. The snap. And now a quick whistle. And now a timeout by Columbia Academy with 2.07 to go in the ball game. We'll stay here. And... Um, I was about to fall out. I, I, I looked and thought, are we, are we running the ball right here? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. Two, so catching everybody up, 2.07 left, fourth down and eight. 
Columbia Academy had a first and goal at the four after the deep pass from Connor Rawson to Mac Jackson. And we've had three runs by Monte Baldwin lose yardage back to the eight yard line. And now it's fourth and goal. And this is the season and the game on the line. My ears are playing tricks on me. These cheerleaders from Mill Tennessee Christian, they were chanting, let's go Cougars. And you know what I heard after the last thing? I heard, you can't do that. And I was like, we can't run the ball. I mean, I thought that's what they were saying. Oh my. 2.07 to go, fourth and goal. You're going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Baldwin in the backfield behind Rawson. Here's Rawson, rolls to his right, looking, being pressured, making men move to the right with him. He throws in the end zone. Oh! And it is touchdown, Bulldogs! Oh, my word. Mac Jackson again in the right corner of the end zone and a great throw by Connor Rawson. And that makes it a 35-27 ball game with 1.58 to go in the contest, pending the extra point. He was waiting and waiting and waiting, telling him, this is what you've got to do. But bringing them back to life, Coach. Keeping them in it. Oh, oh, boy. Here's Isaac Smith for the extra point. Snap and a fake and nothing. I don't. They, they, the holder, number eight, Mac Jackson, took off up the middle and gets stuffed. And it's an eight-point Middle Tennessee Christian lead with 1.58 to go. And they're going to attempt the onside kick here. Anybody who knows you and knows your voice right now, it's, huh? Like, what? Like, it, it's, I heard it in your voice. I was like, dude, what? Oh, oh, boy. So not only do you got to get the onside kick here, if you get the ball back, you got to score and get the two. But we've seen them do it before. They tatted it 21. Right. Down right. 19, or, or down 21-19. Let's see if the Bulldogs can get some magic here. Man, a big moment for the Bulldogs. Man. One timeout left. If you don't get this onside kick, that's going to do it. So the senior, Isaac Smith, will tee it up at the 40. And the hands team on the field for the Cougars. They're going to be five across at the 50 with four behind them at the 45. Here's Smith. He'll kick it towards the CA bench. It bounces, it rolls, and it is recovered by number seven, Seth Harris at midfield. And that's where Middle Tennessee Christian will take over first and 10. And barring a turnover, that might just about do it. With one, with 157 left, one timeout to the Cougars three. We'll have Chris Yao on at the end of the game for statistics and uh, Columbia Academy can stop the clock one time. So not sure what Middle Tennessee Christian will do here, if they'll run it or take a knee, we'll see. But the Bulldogs are gonna have to try to knock that ball loose. As the quarterback for the Cougars, Jaron is on the field. They'll shift in an unbalanced line. Here's the snap to 
number 22, Wilson, right up the middle, who gets into Bulldog territory to the 44, or actually the 45-yard line. And a timeout, Columbia Academy, with 1.52 to go in the contest. That's their final timeout. Final timeout with a minute 52 again. Just the, to the, catch the, 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 the math just doesn't. I just with the 40-second play clock, you take two knees, and that may do it. Yeah, work that out, Clayton, for everybody at, out of After the play, though, it'll be a 40-second play clock after the snap. Right. A first down would end the game for sure. But if you're Columbia Academy, you're trying to knock that ball loose. Yeah, you, you've got to you've got to jar it loose. You, you've got you have a look, look at the CA side right now. You got you got butts in the seats, literally, and it's it's a stunned feeling, man, right now. So here we go. It's going to be second down and six. They're going to say the ball spotted at the 46 of Columbia Academy. You'll have Wilson in the backfield and the quarterback Jaron. They're going to shift to that unbalanced line. Snap. Wilson with the carry. Drives the pile forward to the 41-yard line. That'll be a gain of five on the play, and it's going to bring up third and one, and now Ooh. a late flag. And let's see who that's going to be on. Let's go ahead and back it up. If it's that. on, you hope it's on the Cougars, but if it's on the Bulldogs, that's going to be the ball game. You got a dead ball, personal foul against Columbia Academy, and that's going to do it. That is going to do it. That's going to be a first down for the Cougars. Man. And they will go to Chattanooga in two weeks to play in the Division II Class A State Championship game after they come back to Columbia Academy after an opening season win in triple overtime. And the quarterback, Yates Jaron. We'll let the play clock run down. We got a minute 25 on the play clock, or on the game clock, 20 seconds on the game, on, on the play clock. A penalty just crushed you. That's it, it ended the season. Now we got a penalty coming from the Columbia Academy bench, and it's gonna be an offsides. On the substitution. The line, the line judge in front of the Columbia Academy sideline threw a flag. You got a, all sides penalty. That'll move it five more yards, and they'll reset the play clock and start it back up. Monte, Monte just checked himself out of the game, and so when he did, they had to make a quick substitution there. Now the clock runs with 40 seconds on the play clock, game clock at 110 and counting. So they'll stand there and let this thing bleed down to about 30 seconds. Columbia Academy with no timeouts and Taft. A great run by the Bulldogs after starting one and three. They go eight and three. They'll end up eight and four. But I know the CA crowd, the CA faithful, they gotta be proud of the way this team competed. Sure. And there's going to be there's going to be real authentic time for that. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna it's gonna hit, it's gonna sting. 
This hurts. I mean, Middle Tennessee Christian drove all this way for a party. They'll take a knee with 30 seconds to go. The play clock will be at 40, and that'll do it. Middle Tennessee Christian advances to the Division II Class A State Championship game. They are winners tonight over Columbia Academy, 35 to 27. And the Bulldogs season will come to an end. They finish eight and four. The Cougars finish, or they are now 11 and one. And we will take a timeout and come back to wrap it up here from JJ Savage Field. Your final tonight, Middle Tennessee Christian 35, Columbia Academy 27. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Fast Stop Markets, with three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at faststopmarkets.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. And welcome back, everybody, to J.J. Savage Field as uh, the final score here tonight in the Division II Class A semifinals. Middle Tennessee Christian beat the Bulldogs 35-27. to And Taft, just uh, not the way the Bulldogs wanted to see this thing in. It wasn't. There was, again, there was a confidence when you came onto the field. There was a confidence with the approach. And it was met by a confidence from Middle Tennessee Christian. It was, it was a fantastic game on their on their side with what they did with how they executed and man you talk about a team that was ready that was prepared you saw it on their side let's shift that talk though to uh to this columbia academy uh talk and message when you look at the overall stats for tonight that it was a battle uh, it was it was a fight for ca they're now singing the alma mater and it's tough. It's tough to sing that over there on that side after you had a shot to go to state on the line here at home. Uh, silver lining here, and I mean this, this is no sarcasm, which I have to say to our audience, if you know me, you didn't have to do that on the road. I mean, you, you got That's to true. fight hard at home, and there's something to be said for that because you got some seniors now. This is that moment where reality sets yeah, in. You're, you're done. You're done on the field. 
passing statistics for the Bulldogs. Connor Rawson with 17 to 25, 148 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Receiving for Columbia Academy, number eight, Mac Jackson with three receptions for 59 yards and a touchdown. Number 21, Knox Love with six catches and thir- for 34 yards. Number three, Monte Baldwin had three receptions for 32 yards. Number 11, Cade Jackson had three catches for 22. And C.J. Duro, somebody whose name we called a lot last week, only two receptions for one yard tonight for Columbia Academy. Columbia Academy rushing the football tonight was Monte Baldwin, 38 carries, 165 yards, and one touchdown. Zane Nash with five rushes for 31 yards. Connor Rawson carried the ball nine times for 26. And number 11, Kate Jackson, two rushes for 11. And those are the statistics we have for the CA Bulldogs tonight. For Middle Tennessee Christian, passing their quarterback, number 15, Yates Jaron, was one of two for 51 yards and a touchdown. And number 22, Eli Wilson, the tailback, was one of two passing for three yards. Rushing for the Cougars, number 22, Eli Wilson, 18 carries. Listen to this, Taft. 221 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. Uh, Number two, that would be Briggs Boyd. He had four carries for 33 yards. The quarterback, Yates Jaron, nine rushes for 21 yards. And number 20, Gabe Howe, one rush for 18. Those are your stats for tonight. And uh, your receiving uh, statistics for Middle Tennessee Christian. Number two, Briggs Boyd had two catches, 54 yards and a touchdown. And... Again, the final here in the Division II Class A semifinals, Middle Tennessee Christian 35, Columbia Academy 27. Taft, it's it's been a pleasure the last two weeks to be able to call these games. Just so much excitement around this Bulldog team coming in on a seven-game winning streak. They finished the season 8-4 and in Coach Seth Anderson's second year. They have nothing to hold their heads about, a lot to be proud of. They just came up a little bit short tonight. They did, and you can feel it. You, you see the players that are still on the field. You see some of the seniors with the coaches, uh, and then you have a, a couple of underclassmen uh, with the coaches who th- their care is just high. It's, it's frustration. There's anger. It's, it's hard. I mean, it's really hard for a lot of these players. It's hard for a lot of these, these guys in this situation to think about coming off of this field you don't the feeling is I don't want to take my helmet off I don't want to take my cleats off I, I want to stay out here as, as long as I can they knew either way that this was going to be their last time on this field the seniors <coughs> did what they what they didn't think what they didn't want is this to be their last time playing period you know it, it's painful it, it's 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 one of the biggest blessings for these kids to get to play for a long time, but it's also one of the worst parts is this moment that every parent dreads and the players dread. I'm counting nine seniors on the Columbia Academy roster, and we'll name them off. Uh, number 76, Joshua Byers. Uh, number 52, Gabriel Sapicki. Number 21, Knox Love. Number 17, Isaac Smith. Number 12, Kate Jackson. Number 6, Nate Missile. Number 5, Connor Rawson. Number 4, Parker Shirley. And number one, C.J. Duro. Um, I know, again, not the way they wanted this to end. One game shy of a state championship bid. 
but uh, a lot to be proud of, and uh, they've kind of laid the foundation for the future of this Bulldog program. They have, and you talk about a program where you you stand on the shoulders of things before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people here uh, that talk about the past. They talk about Columbia Academy football, what they've done, how, how far they've gotten. You mentioned earlier Seth in his second year coaching. Uh, Seth was super close uh, with former coach Charlie Lansdale. Uh, good, good friends, uh, was a brother to him. And you watched the way that the development, you, you watched the change for these kids. You knew there was a lot of talent coming up. Yep. You, you knew there was a lot that was coming down the pipe for Columbia Academy. And you saw a manifestation of that tonight. The seniors, I hate the phrase, the seniors played hard, you know, but, but they did. They, they gave a lot tonight. Well, if you're Seth, you know, Coach Anderson, what you hope is that these younger guys uh, remember how this feels and they take that with them in the all season as they, I'm sure, will hit the weight room here in the next few weeks and start preparing for 2024. And they remember this feeling and use it as motivation going into the 2024 season next year as the Bulldogs will, again, try to make another run to, to a, a state championship bid in Division Two Class A. So mm-hmm. uh, just uh, hate, hate it for those seniors. And uh, it's incredible how that senior year just flies by. It does. You know, you start uh, at the beginning in August. And, uh, look, not many teams are left playing now. And uh, they, they had an incredible run that came up just a little bit short tonight as they fall to Middle Tennessee Christian 35-27. to 27. Taft. It's been a pleasure, man. Man, Clayton, it was fun. It was good. I'm thankful to our sponsors one more time. I'm thankful to our co-title sponsors tonight, Hunter Carey with State Farm. Uh, Hunter has been awesome jumping in. I'm thankful for Jonathan Hickerson, whose son Jax plays on this team, uh, gives it his all. Jonathan, just a wonderful guy. And I love a sponsor who says, hey, I really want to focus on the boys. That, that was a big deal. That was pretty powerful uh, of Jonathan, and we appreciate his sponsorship. We're thankful for Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. I know that they have been what, what's what, what's over 150, 150 years. Years, yeah. man. That is I always like hearing somebody say that because it, it's, it's special the way they protected people and legacy in this town. Uh, Tommy Height Jr. with Shelter Insurance. I mean, we we love interacting with Blake last week. Absolutely, uh, talking to him. Um, Scott Sapicki, uh, his boys still on the field. Uh, just just a tough night for them. But Scott, Scott has been on cloud nine with the nature of this season. Excited about it. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Craig Hutchison with Hutchison's Tree Service. Uh, Craig has been a great supporter of ours, especially here recently, and thankful to have families like the Hutchisons here at Columbia Academy. Well, Taft, uh, it's been a pleasure, and hopefully we'll have an opportunity to do this again next season as uh, Columbia Academy just uh, falls a little bit short tonight in the Division II Class A semifinals. They fall to Middle Tennessee Christian, 35-27. to 27. For Taft Ayers, I'm Clayton Harris. Thanks for listening. Until next time, good night, Columbia.